All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? Good morning. Welcome on in to another special bonus episode of the Cinema Lords podcast, part three, our finale. We're going to be covering the last three part, uh, last three episodes of season five of Cobra Kai. Let's go. Our finale here. And uh, this is a special episode for a couple of reasons. It's the first time we're recording in the morning. First episode in the morning, which I love. I'm a morning person. I'm excited to be in here. I feel like I have a little bit more energy. It's a nice rainy Saturday, which is this is my kind of weather. It's October 1st. So, you know, happy Halloween to all my October fans out there. It's officially that time of year for us. But nice, rainy, stormy Saturday. I think my girl's going to be making some shepherd's pie. Perfect meal for a day like today. Got some horror movies to dive into. I got a book I got to finish reading. A nice relaxing stay-at-home Saturday. Starting the morning off with a little podcast. Um, back. He's uh, back from his little uh, work trip. He was in Pennsylvania this week. We missed him on the show, but he's back. Sensei back Los. Let's go, baby. Let's get it. What's going on, bud? Happy to have you here. Happy to have you back. How good was, uh, how good was the home. week? Yeah, it was, was good. Week. Attic fun time. Yeah. Interesting. Uh experience in philly so yeah but glad to be back definitely an interesting city to say the least i spent a little time there myself city of brotherly love (laughs) that's right there's a lot of a lot of weird love going on in philly (laughs) yeah i told you though within the uh first hour that i was in the city of philadelphia uh, a couple of my friends can vouch for this story too before i even got to my hotel room and checked in i saw not one but two different male genitalia just big old cocks just flapping around nice Wild, wild, wild times. <laughs> but uh, glad to hear that it went well. Happy to have you back. Happy to be talking some Cobra Kai, diving yeah. on into our finale, like we said, the last three parts. Uh, a very fun you know, ending to this season. I thought it finished off very, pretty damn strong. Episode 9 was a bit of a setup episode, but 8 and 10 I thought were both, were both bang as an yeah, episode. I was not disappointed with how this season finished off at all. No. Uh, I would say, even with that said, like I said, not disappointed. Enjoyed the last three episodes, enjoyed the finale. I would say just in comparison to the other Cobra Kai seasons, seasons one through four, this was still probably like my my least favorite finale. Yeah, I would agree. I feel like all the other finales have all been like really fucking good. You know, the two all valleys and then you had the two, basically the two rumbles, you know, the one at school and then the one at LaRusso's. Uh, This one's got a, a couple of similar things in that aspect, but not not quite as good as those in my opinion. Um, but had a good time with them. Uh, let's dive on into the first episode, yeah? Let's go. We got episode eight, straight up called Takai. And like we said at the end of our last episode, we had just got introduced to the Sakai Takai tournament, a worldwide karate championship. People can you know, get in from all over. And it seems like, you know, that might be the new centerpiece kind of for maybe our show going forward. It's always been all about the All Valley and Karate Kid and so far in Cobra Kai. But, you know, now the kids are getting a little bit older and stuff like that. How are we going to keep these stories going? Bang. Worldwide Sakai Takai tournament. The show goes on. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. The show goes on. So we actually, uh, we open up at Cobra Kai. And we see that the committee board, basically, for the Sakai Takai, the people that are, you know, operating this tournament, choosing which dojos are going to be in and out. They have arrived at America. They're here at Cobra Kai. And basically, you know, Silva's kind of giving them a little show and tell, hosting them. And it sure turns out that you can't just, like the All-Valley, you can't just sign up for this tournament. This is an invitation tournament. you got to earn the right to get in here. 
So, you know, Silva's doing his best sell job. Yeah, and you can't buy your way in either, right? That's very true. That's actually kind of like the first move that he kind of takes with these guys. Is you know, he's like, not only are my students this talented, not only do we have the best dojo around with all of our state-of-the-art technology and all that stuff, but obviously he kind of starts pulling the, I can help you guys out because I get all this money, these resources. We can get the Sakai Takai to blow up on a more, like, you know, global platform at the Super Bowl. And they don't buy it at all. No. Right away, they're like, yeah, that has nothing to do with that. It's all entirely based on, you know, your students. And he's like, you know, well, I got the best students. And right as he says that, who strolls on in? But we got Daniel's son, we got Amanda, Chosen, and Johnny, the representatives of Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang, come strolling right in. And they're like, not so fast. We think we got the best students. And Amanda's with them as well, right? Yeah, Amanda. Yep, the four of them. Uh, actually, yeah, it was pretty funny because they, like, introduced themselves. And, you know, you have Daniel, two-time All-Valley champion. Johnny, two-time All-Valley champion, both senseis, and you got Chosen, who's like, you know, a, a master sensei, and then you get to Amanda, and she's just like, karate adjacent, yeah. <laughs> and she does a little curtsy, <laughs> uh, pretty good, um, but right away, that kind of like, you know, we got the we get the champs, the last two All-Valleys, and the, the committee head's kind of like, oh, what the fuck, you kind of told us, you made us believe that you guys had all the trophies, which Cobra Kai's been winning their trophies too, but obviously Silva kind of painting the story from his own perspective to make him look the best. Um, Daniel kind of explains their situation that they combined in styles in one dojo now, so their students are some of the best he's ever seen. And that seems to uh, kind of intrigue one of the committee members a lot. Right away, he kind of says it to the head. He's kind of like, two styles in one dojo, mashing. Like, that's unique. I'm interested. I want to see what it, you know, see what it's all about. Um, so that's exactly kind of what they end up deciding to do. The committee head says, all right, we're going to we're gonna inspect both your dojos. We're going to check out your establishment, your actual dojo. We want to check out your students, and we want to see how you guys train them in particular. So they're both going to be able to get a little, uh, basically a little interview, a little show and tell. Uh, before we dive into the show and tells, we go to a quick little uh, conversation with Devin and Tori. They're, they're still training in Cobra Kai. They just kind of got the news. And Devin's kind of saying like, you know, this is awesome. Now we have this chance. Like if we get into the Sakai Takai, we can, you know, get sponsorships. We can make some money. It'll help us get into colleges. You know what I mean? It'll look good. Who knows? Maybe fucking kids will start getting scholarships for karate in America. You know what I mean? And uh, Tori kind of, we know that she's kind of planning her way out. She wants out of Cobra Kai. But it seems like when Devin says this, it kind of hits her. And she's like, hey, you know, I've never really thought about my future at all. She's like, I never thought about college. It seems like she's maybe having a little little reconsidering going on. Like, you know what? Maybe it might not be so bad for me to stick around. Maybe I can get some uh, some advantages out of this. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is unfortunate because I wanted to get the hell out of there. Yeah, me too. Like I said, just you know, it's just a little little seed. I don't know if it's going to do enough to maybe persuade her, but you know, we'll see. But I just found that interesting. She definitely seems like the kind of girl who's just focused on. She's obviously taking care of her mom, who's fucking sick. She's dealing with getting kicked out of school, getting brought back into school. She's on probation. She's you know got a lot going on. So it seems like she's just never even took two seconds to consider the future at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we go to Miyagi-Do now, and before the uh, the board shows up to start their kind of little interview process, we had a funny little conversation where uh, Johnny goes up to Miguel, and he kind of is like, hey, you know, last season I was really pushing you hard to fight in the All-Valley, it ended up kind of getting you injured, then you ran off to Mexico, he's like, I'm not, I learned my lesson, I'm not going to do that this time, he's like, if you don't want to fight, you don't got to fight. And Miguel's like, nah, he's like, I'm, I'm all about this. Like, this is what I want. This is why I got into karate in the first place. You know what I mean? So like Johnny's like, all right, awesome. Cool. How are things going with, uh, with Sam? Miguel kind of explains that situation. And then Johnny gives him a little advice. Like, you know, just take it easy. Let it come to you. Everything's going to kind of work itself out. 
And I thought this was funny because Robbie's kind of right off to the side and he comes strolling right on over afterwards. And he's like, oh, is this what fatherly advice sounds like? Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought Bang. was good. Yeah. Johnny kind of gets defensive. He's like, oh, we were just talking. And Robbie just like huge smile, just starts laughing. He's like, I'm just fucking kidding. You know what I mean? But I've been saying it all season. I Robbie's been going up in my book. I liked this moment again. Again, I was just like, more points for Robbie in my opinion. It's good that he's really like fucking growing up. He's not so sensitive. He's able to joke around and shit like that. I like that him and Miguel are fucking made up. All the all the boys are coming together. Like you said, if we can just get Tori out of Cobra Kai, we got the whole gang, yeah, baby. Yeah, it's a force. Yeah. Tori. Then we got Devin over there. We got friggin' Kenny over there. Kyla can stay. We don't need Kyla. Kyla stinks. Yeah, nah, he stinks. <laughs> um, but like I said, now we're uh, we're gonna have the committee members. They're gonna show up and they're going to do a cool little cool little montage as the committee board goes from Miyagi Do and Cobra Kai and inspects the two dojos. It's in, we've already done it a couple times this season, but again, we're gonna see like the vast differences in how these two dojos. A look, just the actual physical appearance of them, and then also how they, you know, train their students and stuff. Because obviously, you got Miyagi Do, it's mostly outside, it almost looks like a little like garden kind of thing, somewhere you go do yoga or something like that. And then Cobra Kai is like this state of the art gym with all this high tech technology and the newest training things and stuff like that, you know what I mean? So, right away, that's just kind of funny, just the differences there. And then we see the training differences, which we get the little, basically the 101 from Miyagi-Do, wax on, wax off, paint in the fences and all that. But uh, then we see like Johnny's got a little, couple of little show and tells himself too. He has the fucking high kicks. Then he has Sam LaRusso fucking kick the watermelon. It ends up fucking exploding yeah. all over the committee head. And fucking Johnny goes up to him and he's kind of like, hey, you know, it's uh, sorry that happened. But, you know, sometimes you got to use these unique training methods. And then he starts quoting Rocky in Rocky Four. And all of a sudden, as he's quoting it, you see the committee head kind of start to smirk a little bit. And then he finishes the quote for him. Turns out he's a huge Rocky guy, too. They have an instant fucking connection. Johnny's like, this guy gets. He's like, I do. <laughs> that was a good scene. That was. That was very, very funny. I, I liked this committee head guy. There's a couple times where he shows he's just kind of a funny, down-to-earth guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, But... We see, uh, we go to, like I said, go to Cobra Kai. They're, they're obviously a lot more fucking intense training, you know what I mean? A lot more fucking actual fighting, hitting bags and stuff like that. Kenny's doing a little showing off. He's breaking some boards and stuff. Uh, but the committee decides, you know what? Both these dojos, very impressive. Students look really good. Really nice places, even though they're very, very different. Totally different training styles. They're kind of interested in both of them. So they say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to have a little little mini tournament, a little fight off to determine who's going to get the entrance. We're gonna Each dojo is going to pick two champions, a boy and a girl. They're going to fight off tournament style, three points, and we're going to see uh, who's the best dojo. And right away we find out that uh, Silver goes right over to Tori and to Kenny, and he's like, all right, you know, obviously you two are the best. You two are going to be going up. And they're like, all right. So now it's kind of just got to figure out who's going to go up against them. Have to imagine it's going to be LaRusso because they don't have really any other girls at Miyagi, though. Yeah. Just kind of imagine who's going to be the guy fighter. We got to figure out who the boy champion's going to be. It's going to be Robbie. We got a lot Let's of options. Let's go, the there. hair. Robbie, Miguel, Hawk. You know what I mean? The, uh, Miguel and Hawk already had their chance. Yeah, the last two All Valley champs and then the kid who uh, finished runner up both times. You know what I mean? So you got some, you got some guys to choose from. Uh, we go to Tori and she's going to go pay a little, uh, a little visit to Crease. Hey, you know, the uh, Sakai Takai committee boards here. They checked out the dojos. Cobra Kai wants me to fight for him to, you know, be that champion and represent him. She's kind of like, what should I do? And Kreese, unlike he's done the rest of this season, just goes, 
do whatever's best for you. Tori's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? We have a plan. I thought you were getting out. We were going to take down Silva. Kreese is like, yeah, none of that's going to happen anymore. He's like, I, my plan to get out basically fell through. He's like, I'm going to be in here for the foreseeable future. He's like, the plan to take down Silva is kind of dead. He's like, so you got to look out for you know, yourself right now. And like you mentioned, you have some new opportunities now. If they are to win, money, college, who knows? You can be the face of the dojo. Who knows? You know, you can have your face on fucking karate posters all over the world, maybe. Just do what you got to do. And she's uh, she's not happy about it. She's pretty pissed. She's like, what the fuck, man? Everybody I trust. Kind of similar to the hair. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just got into a relationship recently. They seem like they have a lot in common. They've been let down a lot in their lives. She's let down again here by Crease. Yeah. She's been playing playing for him now for a couple months, it seems like. She wants out of Cobra Kai. She's been playing the long con for him. And now he's just like, yeah, plan's off. Gotta be shitty. I can imagine being pretty fucking annoyed. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? She already like lost her boyfriend and shit like that because of this, because of this whole plan. She broke up with Robbie, which obviously she likes him. Yeah, Tori's had a rough season for sure. She's yeah. Been getting, she's been getting screwed over a lot. She sure has. She sure has. Um, but from there, we go to the LaRusso household. And like we were just saying, we're going to have to figure out who our boy representative is going to be. We see the team's smashing some pizzas. Uh, and Johnny's going to pull aside the three boys that we just mentioned. Miguel, Robbie, Hawk, the two last All-Valley champions and the runner-up. And he's like, uh, you know, me and Chosen, we can't decide. We've been going back and forth about it. He's like, maybe it's best we just flip a coin. And the three boys are like, well, there's three of us. But how are we going to flip a coin? Johnny's like, we'll flip three coins then. <laughs> <laughs> But then uh, Miguel uh, chips up and he goes, you know, that's not necessary. We already talked about it. And as soon as he says we already talked about it, you see Hawk kind of give a sideways look like, who already talked about it? Where the fuck was I for this conversation? And Robbie and Miguel both say, yeah, Hawk, you know, Hawk beat me straight up last year. He fucking is the current All-Valley champion. Miguel said he, he bucked, he, you know, he ducked out of the, the championship. He's like, Hawk should, Hawk should be our representative. Just like that. Hawk's like, hell yeah, I... I Bring on. I'm in. You know what I mean? I love the opportunity. Thank you, guys. So I was pumped. You know, my boy finally getting some respect. Yeah, yeah, man. Hawks, All-Valley champion. He's my guy. He's my favorite character. Hasn't gotten almost any screen time this year. Yeah. I do agree with you, too. He's got a lack of respect for being All-Valley champ. Sure has. He hasn't gotten any real moments to shine this season, really. It's been fucking... It's been a down season for my boy. I've seen him with Moon a lot, which makes me happy. I do see... I'm happy that he's got his girl back. He's got his trophy. He's got his girl. I know he's having a good time and stuff, but I wish I'd just, I need more Hawk. But at least we're going to get an opportunity now. We're going to get a little fight against Kenny. We're going to get to represent Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang. But uh, I really, I really fucking, I liked that uh, they just nominated him for it. I was like, all right, there we go. That's some respect. Put some respect on my boy's name. He's All-Valley champion. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, and then we go outside and we see uh, Sam's training with, uh, with LaRusso and Chosen. And in typical wham-wham fashion, she's going to basically, like, start crying. And she's just like... It's just, it's what she always does. It's just so annoying. It's like, you're the representative. Like, you have a fight coming up. Like, what what, what are you crying about? Yeah, you know she's just I mean? the worst character in this whole show. It's just... By far. Ugh. Like, by far. In a show filled with likable characters, yeah. she is, like, the one that truly sticks uh, out. Yeah. It's just yeah. fucking it sticks out like awful, a sofa. man. Yeah. But um, who else but MV Chosen, not even her own dad. MV Chosen is going to be the kind of one to talk her down and kind of say, hey, you know what? It's not about what you're trying to fight against and what you're trying to beat. It's who you're fighting for. You know, look around. Your whole, your, all your friends are here in this one dojo now. I'm here. Your dad's here. Johnny's here. You know, fight for you. Fight for the dojo. Fight for us. Fight for good. You know what I mean? Kind of a thing. And Sam's like, all right, you know, I can kind of get behind that. And then on the opposite hand, we go to Cobra Kai. And Kenny is... 
training. Seems like it's after hours. It seems pretty lazy. The only one in the dojo. Seems like he's got some kind of, you know, some pre-fight jitters. And he kind of saying to Silver, he's like, you know, no matter who I go up against, I'm going to be out experienced. And also, I'm going to be like outsized. I'm younger than these guys. They're obviously been training longer than me. They're stronger. They're bigger. He's like, no matter what, I'm going to be kind of at a disadvantage. Silver kind of fucking says, you know, dude, relax. He's like, I think you've got more potential than all of them. And then trains him on a little new move, the silver bullet, where basically you're going to hit a guy like straight in between the fucking ribs. Yeah, right in the sternum. Yeah. Says he does uh, massive damage and can take your opponent's breath right away, which I got to imagine in a karate fight, if you can't breathe, that's going to be pretty fucking problematic. But Yeah, he, that was a fancy way of just saying you, you knock the wind out of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but let's see. Uh, let's see. I mean, that's the kind of things Cobra Kai always likes to sprinkle in those little things. It was kind of like we saw that, and right away you were like, uh, I was honestly, right away I was a little nervous. I was like, fuck. I was like, I don't like this. I was like, he's fighting my boy, and he's learning new moves that are going to fucking... Take, just suck the life out of people. I was like, this is this could be bad. You know what I mean? Kenny's Kenny's coming into his own. Yeah, and you know, like I said, they're sprinkling that in there. It's almost like a little foreshadow. You know? Oh I mean? yeah, for sure. You know he's going to use it. Not good. So we go to uh, kind of like the next day now, and we're going to uh, see that we're going to be fighting at Cobra Kai, which a little home field advantage. Turns out, Silva says, uh, you know, we're the, we're the only ones with the official like tournament size regulated mats and stuff like that. I was like, yeah. Way to get it, way to get the home turf, you know what I mean? Always trying to find an edge any way he can. Uh, we find out that we're gonna start with the boys right away. I was just like, oh boy, all right, let's get in, let's get right into it then, you know what I mean? And we got friggin' Kenny scores the first point right away, and I was just like, okay, you know, Kenny came to fight, looking pretty fast. And then Hawk comes right back, gets a fucking nice fucking kick, like basically right to Kenny's head of his own to score a point. Referee out of bounds, no point. And I'm just like, oh, you got to be a joke. Here we go again. Here we go again. I'm like, wait, come on. Like, where do we get this official from? You guys are the Sakai Takai committee board. You guys should be able to get, like, a referee that's unbiased. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. This seems like Silva just pulled another guy off the street. You know what I mean? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, so then, all right. So, you know, we kind of, like, resume the fight. Kenny's still up 1-0. Then, right after that, he fucking scores a... Uh, he doesn't score a point, but he does an illegal fucking hit to Hawk's fucking knee. Like, bangs it, right? Rather than losing a point or anything like that, just gets a just gets a little warning, let off the hook. All right, whatever, no big deal. Resume. And then, sure enough, like we just mentioned, what happens? Fucking silver bullet. Bang. Sucks the life right out of Hawk. Gets the point. 2-0 Kenny. Hawk can't even get up and continue the fight. Ends up having the forfeit. Another Kenny bad look for old. Hawk, man. I know. Rough. Fucking rough is right. Like, like we you get like one sliver of like, all right, nice. Hawk's getting some respect, and then they just do him dirty. Yep. <laughs> and it's not even like you can really spin zone this one either. You know what I mean? Because it's like, even if, let's say if he got that point, like he should have on the out-of-bounds kick because he was clearly in bounds. It's like, okay, it's it's 1-1. One, one. But now you just get fucking hit, and now you're still done. Now you just lose the fight 2-1 to one regardless. You can't continue. So no matter how you spin it, Kenny won this fight. I hate to say it, makes me Kenny got him. Makes me very sad, but Kenny uh, Kenny wins the fight, and I I have been saying you know on this podcast I I'm a team Kenny guy. I like Kenny even though he's kind of playing that bully role, but now is where he's going to lose me because he could have just beaten the All Valley Champion. This was a chance for him to kind of just be like almost the new badass, kind of just be like silent and humble about it, kind of a thing. Be like, all right, you don't want to fuck with me. I just took down the All Valley Champ. Nah, and so he's like, no, I guess you're the faux hawk, and I'm just like. 
Boo. <laughs> Boo. What a shitty insult. Yeah. And you don't go on my boy. Now you now now you gotta go down, Kenny. Sorry, buddy, but now now you're now I'm against you. Cross the line. You cross the line. There's no I don't I don't tolerate that. There's no Hawk Slander. So Hawk Slander podcast to Hawk Slander show. If you go against Hawk, you go against me, baby. That's it. <laughs> One strike, you're done. This isn't a three strike operation. But like I said, full hawk too. I was like, that was so weak. So weak. Not even a good insult. You know what I mean? At least work on the game a little bit. Yeah, no, that wasn't good. Clearly, he's a good little fighter for sure. His shit talk game isn't very good, though. No. Amateur hour. Yeah, it is. Uh, so we go to uh, the girls are up now. Cobra Kai. You know, they get the first win in the boys division. We're going to go to the girls. And we got Sam LaRusso versus Tori, round number like 5,000 at this point. Tori's pretty much consistently kicked her ass for the most part, except for like in the school fight, Sam got the better of her. Um, but it turns out, we're looking around, Sam gets up on the mat, and it's crickets. Where the fuck is Tori? Turns out, she bailed. We don't know where she went, she just disappeared. So Cobra Kai's like, all right, what the fuck are we going to do? Sensei Kim's like, don't worry, we got, a, we got a champion. And they're like, what? And Devin's like, she's like, Devin, get your ass in there. And Devin's like... Word, you want me to fight LaRusso? Like, all right, all right, I guess so. Sensei Kim clearly showing a little bit of, uh, like, she thinks Devin's got some fucking talent, some some potential, you know what I mean? Uh, so we got to have a new little change, LaRusso versus Devin. And um, right away, fucking, we see referee still going to be a real pain in the ass. Fucking Devin lands a real, real mediocre little fucking, barely makes any contact gets a point for it meanwhile sam hits a like twice good and both times he considers it like a block and the other time actually was out of bounds again so it's just like right away like all right this fucking ref's gonna be a problem so sam's down 1-0 she fucking calls a timeout she's kind of flustered because she's always flustered she's a loser she goes over to the corner and they're like all right listen like you're way better than this girl who cares about the fucking ref like just make it fucking obvious like you know what i mean you're gonna have to yeah. go whip this girl's ass sam you know what i mean <laughs> And you know what? I was pretty surprised. She fucking answers the call. She pulls some of that eagle fanning, eagle fang training she got from Johnny. You know what I mean? And she fucking starts throwing blows, and she starts hitting her hard. She like on the first point flicks her down to the ground, but doesn't even just take that fucking bang right in the chest. I was like, ooh, okay. Kicks her right in the face another time. I was like, damn, all right. <laughs> but Larusso just absolutely fucking waxes her. Three uh, three points in a row wins three to one. So we get a little uh, a little split. We have Miyagi Do, they get the winners girl, and then Cobra Kai, they get the guys. So it goes kind of the, back to the committee board for them to make the decision. They end up kind of saying they award Cobra Kai like the victory. So, you know, Cobra Kai is getting into the Sakai Takai. They're celebrating for a minute, but you kind of know you're waiting for something to drop. Sure enough, they're like, but you know what? We love that we saw from Miyagi Do so much. We love that underdog mentality. We love your unique uh, stance and mixing two styles. We want to invite both of you guys. So, boom, just like that, everyone's going Let's to the go. Sakai Takai. But pretty cool. It was on kind of as soon as you, as soon as they announced Cobra Kai won, I was like, all right, there's no way that these guys aren't getting in. You know what I mean? Especially with fucking, they only have a couple fighters. All of our main characters are at Miyagi Do. So it was like I was just waiting for. I was like, come on, like, all right, there it is. But. That's going to be interesting. I, I feel like you knew it was coming, too. Like, yeah, you just felt it. Like I said, like once they announced Cobra Kai was winning, they would just kind of celebrate, and they like the camera just lingered for a moment, kind of just hanging, hanging, hanging. And then it was like, but hang on, there's more. Wait, <laughs> there's more. Uh, but, yeah, so I have to imagine. I, I'm very curious to see like when this tournament's actually going like, to like come into play, if it'll be next season or if – Saying maybe next season, season six will be the last All Valley because they have a lot of them like seniors, and then yeah. maybe 
season seven or something like that. We'll go to the Sakai Sakai. But obviously, we know this isn't the last that we've heard about it. But both dojos are in, and uh, we're going to be fighting them on the world stage. Pretty fucking cool. The stakes have been raised. They certainly, certainly have. Um, Johnny kind of goes over to Miguel, and he's like, "Hey, you know, good, good stuff today. Like, uh, I'm going to go. I already told your mom, and uh, that I would go have dinner with her. So Johnny's going to go have dinner with Common. He says, "If you guys want to go and have that celebration, though, he's like, you guys earned it. Go ahead." So Miguel looks over at Robbie. They both get big eyes, big faces, big smiles. They're like, hell yeah. And uh, we go to like the apartments, Johnny's apartment, and they're having a friggin' banger. They're outside. They're inside. All the kids are chilling, drinking, having a good time, playing beer pong. Seems like they're finally letting their hair down a little bit and celebrating, which is nice. Hawk and uh, there's a couple of couple of new girls, new characters. Don't know if they're from this school, another school. They, they show up. Hawk introduces Miguel to him. Sure enough, Miguel friggin' swoops right in. Next thing you know, starts doing a little making out, having a good time. Get that shit, kid. You deserve it. Finally getting his head off of Sam LaRusso. But of course, who shows up but Sam LaRusso at this exact moment? She strolls on into the party. Boom! Yep, of course. What does she see? Like a big party pooper. Of course, yep. She sees Miguel getting a little action. She's like traumatized by it. She goes to basically like run out. I think she like knocks over someone's drink, which kind of like... Stops Miguel from what he's doing. Then he looks up, and of course he sees her. So what does he do? Like a loser, follows Chains her after. Out. Yeah, what a <sighs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just a deep such. <sighs> Stop chasing this girl around. It's a she blessing. Stinks. It is a blessing. You got a new girl who's clearly into you. Like hang out with this new girl. Have fun at the party. Um, but before he can like catch up to her, we're gonna see this how the episode is gonna end. But Sam gets outside, and who shows up? But Tori. Tori's here, and uh, as soon as Sam sees it, right away, ready to fucking fight. Like, Dude, chill out, man. Relax. Tori's like, I'm just here to talk. And Sam's like, about what? And she goes, you didn't lose the All Valley. Boom. End of the episode. Goes to Black, the Cobra, hit the music. But just right away, like, oh, shit. Let's see how this goes. Like, Tori's coming clean. It seems like, all right, if that's the case, I'm thinking that she's done with Cobra Kai. You know what I mean? You don't play that card. You're not saying that unless you're done. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And she just bailed on the competition as well. True. So. Yep. 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 Yeah. So, like, why are you? She literally could have just fought you literally, like, a couple of hours ago. Yeah, no kidding. chose not to. Just, like, bailed and left. And now, like, she shows up and you think, like, the first thing she's going to do is try to attack you or something like that. You know what I mean? Sam Russo is such a weirdo. Yeah, oh, she sucks. God. But uh, I really liked this episode. This is a good episode. I, it sucked good that Hawk lost, but... Yeah, I like the montage. Good. I like the yep. the training and then the actual competition itself. So it was, uh, yep. was action-packed, you know, 20-something minutes. Yeah, yeah. This was kind of like our... Uh, obviously, like we're not going to get the All-Valley or any tournament this year. So that this was just a nice little taste, sort of. You know what I mean? We got two fights, the tournament style, yep. though. Unfortunately, I, I was dis- disappointed with both the winners. <laughs> I was definitely pulling for both Devin and Hawk. But, you know, it kind of, I feel like when we were watching it, we were kind of saying, I was like, oh, this is going to go bad. I can just feel it. Between the, the silver bullet thing, I was like, fucking Kenny's probably going to end up winning this fucking thing. And I was like, if he wins, it's a good chance LaRusso finally wins. Then once you find out she's fighting Devin, it's like, fuck, she's definitely going to yeah, win. No shit. You know what I mean? It's like she's obviously sometimes they 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 let Tori get the best of her most of the time, but Devin no shot, you know what I mean. But uh, this was that was a that was a good episode. Like I said, some of the most probably the most Hawk screen time aside from maybe the Water Park episode for this season. Um, but definitely uh, definitely a good yeah, one, solid episode, and 
Let's dive into episode nine. Yeah, yeah. Keep it rolling. Go into episode uh, number nine, Survivors. Now, this episode was the slowest one of the three by far. Um, even for the whole season as a whole, I would put this one towards more towards the bottom of the list for the for the season. Uh, it was just a lot of moving pieces to where they need to be kind of for the finale. You know what I mean? A lot of just kind of getting the last pushes of the story, the last character movement, getting exactly everywhere we, like where we need to go to set things up for our finale. Um, but my biggest takeaway was that it was a good good episode for Chosen, especially from like a, like a comedic standpoint. He cracked me up a bunch of times this episode. And then also we get a little bit more of uh, a little bit more of like a backstory kind of on it, a little bit more character development, which I love. I think that Chosen's going to be a bigger character going forward in the show. I think everybody loved him in the, yeah. in the third season. Yeah. And I think after this one, people are going to love him even more, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that they're definitely going to start to build around him a little bit more, which is good. I'm all for that. Give me more, uh, give me more of Chosen, you know what I mean? And then uh, the only other thing was we got uh, some Stingray too in this episode, which I'm always happy to get some Stingray. But uh, we open up exactly right, literally right where we left off. We're at the party. We're at Johnny's. Um, Tori came clean about Silva cheating. And LaRusso literally handles it like LaRusso does. She's like, like a total loser. She literally starts to like attack Tori. She starts to like throwing kicks, throwing punches. Yeah, she's like, what? Yeah. Like Tori's not <laughs> even fighting fight back. Her. Yeah, Tori's just like just specifically yeah, blocking. blocking yeah. But she like, still like takes a couple punches and stuff like that. Gets like thrown into a dumpster. She's just like trying to come clean, do the right thing, you know what I mean? And fucking Sam LaRusso just like can't handle it, you know what I mean? She's like, I, you cheated, bruh. He uh, ruined my life. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, Sam and Robbie, I mean Sam and Robbie, Miguel and Robbie come like running on out, you know what I mean? They like break up the fight or whatever. The girls kind of take off, had their separate ways. And Miguel just asked Robbie, like, did you know about this too? Because obviously Robbie was at Cobra Kai at that time and stuff. He's like, you know, do you have any idea? And, Robbie was like, no, I, I didn't have a fucking clue. And, he, and he's been dating Tori, too, you know what I mean? It would have been made sense if she was going to tell anybody else. It might have been him. Yeah. Especially since he lost, too, you know what I mean? But fucking, well, obviously, I, I guess it didn't matter because he was on their side. So I guess him losing was straight up. But you know what I'm saying. You would have thought maybe she would have told him about it just because they're dating. They're both at Cobra Kai, yada, yada, yada. But no, nope. seems like he had no idea. No one knew. And we go over to um, an interesting little, little fun scene. Uh, we're at the hospital. We're with um, Johnny and Carmen. That see, like getting their first little, like you know, baby pictures and stuff like that. The first little, uh, the first little, like doctor's appointments, basically. But the baby seems all good. They can't make out the sex yet. Johnny says though that he saw a kick, and she's like, "Yeah, they don't kick just yet." He's like, "Oh no, he's he's a kicker, just like his dad." <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was good. It's good to see Johnny still, you know. Being that fatherly role, like he said he was going to be, you know what I mean? He even mentions that he was never at any of the meetings with um, Robbie's mom, you know what I mean? So they get, like, that first picture, and he's like, oh, wow, like, I, I never saw, like, Robbie like this, you know what I mean? I never saw it from the beginning. So it seems like he's getting a little appreciation for this fatherhood thing. And they're heading out. They're hopping into the elevator and in typical Cobra Kai fashion. Who else is in the elevator? Terry Silva. Of course. <laughs> of course. Guy's fucking lurking everywhere. <laughs> Smallest valley of all time, yeah. right? Uh, pretty funny though. Silva kind of goes, uh, you know, like congratulations to you and your partner. And Johnny's thinking, like, I'm at the hospital. I'm with comedy. He's just like, how, how the hell did you know that fucking we're pregnant? And Silva's just like, bro, I was talking about you and Larusso getting in the Sakai Takai. Like, <laughs> word. That's like, that's cool too. You know what I mean? And then he kind of does like does this weird little speech. It seems like it's kind of threatening, but it's not like a direct threat. Kind of just says how everything he's doing is for the future of him and the students. But, like, the way he's 
saying it and the way he's just kind of looking at him. You can tell there is some kind of like a threatening message kind yeah, of a thing yeah, to it. Yeah, tension there. Yeah, definitely. But I just thought it was funny that Johnny just like completely let it not slip, but just like, what? Your baby? Oh, yeah. Now just a little extra, little extra stuff for Terry Silva to use, you know what I mean? Um, we go to the LaRusso's house and Johnny's filling in the rest of the gang. Or actually, I'm sorry, they go to the dealership. <laughs> my cat wants to get in on the uh in yeah ramsey wants in on this podcast so, so bad. bad uh we go to the dealership and johnny's kind of filling in uh he's filling in the gang on like you know what just happened at the hospital kind of saying it seemed threatening like i said but not a direct threat and daniel and amanda are kind of like listen they just got into the sakai takai which was what we established is like silva's grand plan so his plan's going good, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's anything happening right now. It seems like it's a little bit of a quiet time in the war. Let's just try to have a quiet night. I need a quiet night, or they need a quiet night, you know what I mean? Let's just relax. So, like, why don't we, like, you know, why don't we go out? Amanda suggests saying, she goes, yeah, I could kill a whole bottle of tequila. I'm sure Colin would be happy to help. And Johnny's just like, well, in her condition, I don't think that'd be a very good idea. And right away, they're just like, wait, what? Y'all pregnant? So now everyone's starting to find out. Everyone starts congratulating them. And then you got uh, LaRusso's cousins there, too. He's like, all right, let's fucking get a limo. Let's go out on the town. Sure enough, that's what they're going to do tonight. They're going hit to the, hit the clubs. LaRusso, Amanda, Calm, Johnny, LaRusso's cousin there. Uh, what is it? Louie. Louie. Yeah. He, uh, he asks Anoush if he wants to join, but Anoush is going to date. Might find out a little bit more about that later, which I thought was that part was very funny. Um, but we're gonna go out in the town. We're gonna go fucking have a good time. We're gonna not worry about karate tonight. Let's put the karate war in the in the rearview mirror for the night. But we're gonna go to Miyagi Do, and they're gonna do basically anything but put the karate war in the rearview mirror for the night. They're gonna start kind of already start to plan what they're gonna do with this new info. We all right? We know that they cheated to win the All Valley. What can we do? If And Sam kind of mentioned, she's like, I don't want to just go and tell my dad and Johnny because, like, they're probably just going to go confront Silva. And the last time my dad went and confronted Silva, it ended up with him getting his fucking ass kicked. So, like, let's try to come up with, like, a, you know, a little bit of a better plan. So, uh, Bart, the kid who always gets thrown around, gets thrown through windows and stuff like that, he goes, you know, if Tori knows what happened about the cheating, maybe his old pal Stingray knows. So they go, all right, let's go pay Stingray a little visit. So I was like, okay, let's go. Let's go get let's go get my boy back on the show. You let's know what go. I mean? I always love Stingray. But I was like, okay. We already kind of, it wasn't the kids though. Like he's actually friends with these guys. But we've already kind of tried to play this hand. You know, Chosen and John, I mean, Chosen and Daniel went over there to try and kind of get some intel from Stingray, kind of get him to tell the truth to his story. Wasn't having it, you know what I mean? But maybe because these are his actual friends, you know what I mean? Maybe they can get him to actually change tides. Um, we go to Cobra Kai and we find out that Tori's back. She bailed on the fight the day before or, you know, whenever it was against LaRusso to represent the dojo, but she's back. She's here. Silva asked Sensei Kim why she, did she give like, you know, she give an excuse and she goes, yeah, lies. So Sensei Kim ain't buying it. She's, she's got her eye on Tori. She's not liking it. You know what I mean? And, um, Robbie shows up all by himself, street clothes. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What is Robbie doing here? Strolls on in, starts apologizing, saying, I'm sorry to you guys. Like talking to the, you know, the kids. I'm sorry, guys. I shouldn't have left the way that I did. And I'm just like, no fucking way. I'm like, is he going to try to like play mouse right now? I'm like, they're not going to buy that. I'm like, you're not actually turning tides either. That would make no sense for your character. Yeah. But then what does he do? 
He goes, I shouldn't have left the way I did. It kind of pauses. I should have brought you all with me. Cobra Kai is the devil. It's all bullshit. It's the devil. Uh, you know, you guys got to get the fuck out of here. And basically, Silva just like goes, all right, do, you know, do some kicks, do some punches. They're all just worshiping him, doing every single thing that he says. And he just goes, you know, they listen to you. They heard you. They listen to me. You know what I mean? Like, thanks for that little thing. Now, like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. Kick rocks. You know what I mean? Um, but we see that as Robbie leaves, uh, Silva does the no. You know, the next time one of uh, next time one of our enemies comes into the dojo, what are we gonna show him? All the kids, no mercy. Tori doesn't say it. She kind of just like stares, like as Robbie walks out. Kind of like seems like she's considering, like, should I go with him? I want to go with him. You know what I mean? But I have to stay here. Like, what should I do? And like I said, it's like a look that she kind of gives him. It's longing, but Sensei Kim is looking at her and she notices it. So what happens? Class fucking ends. She goes, hold up. You ain't going anywhere. You're staying back here with us. So she got Silva. You got Sensei Kim. You got Tori. And they're like, all right, something's going on. You bailed. You're fucking, your heart's not in this. You know what I mean? You got you to gotta prove your loyalty. You got to prove that you want to do this. They set up a fucking a dummy. And it's all like thin concrete, just straight concrete pallets for her to fucking literally punch through. And she's like, bro, I ain't doing that. I'm going to break my fucking hand. You know what I mean? I think Sensei Kim says, like, don't worry, we'll heal for the tournament. She's like, Jesus Christ, you're a psychopath. <laughs> like, you actually want this girl to just shatter her fucking hand. But towards like, I'm out of here. And sure enough, like, the other senseis come in and kind of just make, like, a human wall. They're like, nah, you ain't, you ain't leaving, bro. You know what I mean? So Tori, she, all right, fine, steps up to the plate, starts hammering this thing. Fucking can't do it. You can tell, like, her hand, like, instantly starts bleeding and shit like that. She's like, I can't, can't do it. So Sensei Kim steps up. She's like, you know, so that's almost kind of trying to rev her engine. You know, what is it? What's the, what is this about? What's holding you back? And then she goes, is it the boy? <laughs> I love the way that she says it. Is it the boy? And Tori's like, it's the I hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get it right. No, it's the hair. But she goes like, uh, and fucking Sensei Kim plants herself right in front of the dummy perfectly. But Tori's just like, I broke up with the boy for this fucking dojo. Throws like a punch. Sensei Kim gets out of the way. And sure enough, that gives her the little anger that she needs. And she just punches right through this fucking concrete block. Pretty badass. Yeah. But definitely her hand was all fucked up. And I was just like, yo, this is this is that old school Cobra Kai shit. This is fucking fierce, man. And like Cobra Kai 3, I mean Cobra Kai 3 and Karate Kid 3, when, when uh, LaRusso is training with Silver and stuff, he hasn't punched through that same board a bunch of times. But it's just like, you know, like the wooden ones. And yeah. I was like, all right. That seemed like it was kind of intense because they were thicker pieces of wood. LaRusso was bleeding pretty good at that. But I was just like, Concrete is a whole other fucking story. Dude. She ain't a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't fucking the Hulk, bro. She's like a 17-year-old girl. <laughs> she doesn't weigh by like 110 pounds soaking wet. Like, let's relax here. Yeah, you know what I mean? But that was pretty fucking, uh, pretty fucking intense for sure. You know what I mean? Uh, we go to the club scene, like I said. The, the whole gang, they're out on the town. We see that Louis got a limo, like he said. He's got get, get themselves yeah, a driver and everything. They show up at the club right away. I start laughing because they're all going in. There's a guy with like the metal wand kind of a thing. Everyone goes. He gets the Chosen. Chosen sets yeah. it off. He goes, sir, can you open up your jacket? Chosen opens up. He's got his twin size just tucked in. <laughs> Always strapped and ready oh, yeah. to go, man. Always ready for a fight. Always got that thing on him. Yeah. 
They even, uh, like I said, they, they, they needed a night off from the karate war. Chosen doesn't take nights no. off. There are no nights off. He was brought here to be the security dog on a watch all the time, and that's exactly what he's here to do. Exactly. Uh, we go inside to the bar. Another funny line. Uh, Johnny's with Khan. He goes, hey, get her a water. And then he goes, uh, White Claw. That sounds badass. I'll take one of those. <laughs> Takes a swig. As soon as he like gets it into his mouth, just spits it all over the ground. He goes, it tastes like watermelon took a piss. Stares at the can. And that's not drink. <laughs> White Claw, that sounds badass. <laughs> so funny. I thought that was great. I was like, only this guy. I was like, you're not made for seltzers, dude. You're a banquet guy. Come on. You ain't going to be able to handle all that sugar water for you. Um, and then Chosen, uh, you know, we're ordering drinks. LaRusso's like, Chosen, what you want? And Chosen's still trying to play. Like we said, no nights off. He's like, no, I'm on watch. Daniel LaRusso's like, yo, we're taking a night off. What do you want? He's like, all right, fine. Long guy with nice tea. I was like, oh, shit, Chosen. You... You got convinced to drink, but now we drinking. You know what I mean? When you see people ordering all that, like, Long Island nice teas, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, we're getting after it. You know what I mean? That's just pure. That's every alcohol in a cup. Yeah. Just a concoction to fuck you up. You know what I mean? Some places, honestly, some bars don't even, like, they're not even allowed to sell them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, like, can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, not even allowed to do it. But I just thought that was pretty funny. Uh, we get to Stingrays. This episode, like I said, while it was a little slow and kind of just moving, it was did have a lot of lot of funny parts. Just a lot of little things that I found very funny. But playing off the recent success of, I would say, Stranger Things, what do we see Stingray's doing? He's hosting a little Dungeons and Dragons night. And the first thing I notice is they have the board, like for the game, up. And on where it says dragons, there's a sticky note posted over it, and it says dojos. <laughs> Dungeons and dojos. <laughs> but we'd already mentioned some ties earlier to Stranger Things. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. With fucking... Um, the scene where they're going for the necklace, the, the water tanks and all that. And then I'm seeing the, the Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like, all right. Netflix doing a lot of fucking call-outs to themselves. You know what I mean? But uh, the gang, little knock on the door. Stingray goes over. He goes, uh, hey, Bert. Only sees Bert. And then all of a sudden, the rest of the gang comes through. And then he goes, and Miyagi Fangs? And right away, I was just like, ooh. That might be a name. You know what I mean? We actually... We did find out um, in the last episode, in episode eight, right after we established that both dojos were invited to the Sakai Takai, the committee head board asked Daniel what was the name for their dojo. And Johnny actually was the one who goes Miyagi-Do, kind of understanding it's, it's their do actual dojo that they're using. And there's a lot more history to that than the one-year-old Eagle Fang. But then LaRusso's like, nah, it's Eagle Fang. It's both. You know what I mean? We can't pick one. But then the committee head says, all right, well, no matter what, you got to pick one. You know what I mean? So I heard this, Miyagi Fangs, and I was just like, that might be it. Yeah, I like it. That might be it. I do like it. That sounds pretty fucking cool. I would like to, I want to see the design for the logo. I want like a bonsai tree with some fangs or something. <laughs> <laughs> a real angry fucking bonsai looking tree. Um, but that was something I just found kind of interesting just because, like I said, I forgot to mention that, but that was something that was in my head. I was like, all right, we're going to need to pick a name or maybe we'll make a new name. That might be it. Um, but I thought it was pretty funny. He fucking, uh, he goes, you Admiral Akbod me. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> he says it to Bert. Uh, but then the kids uh, kind of end up kind of calling him on his shit. Stingray tries to kind of double down, but you can see, like just like the last time, he's he's a weak shell. He's not really a good liar or anything like that. And the kids are like, all right, you might have lied to my dad, but you're not lying to us. And they just kind of power right through him, and they just kind of enter right on into his house. You know what I mean? So we're going to see what's going to happen there. Before we see that, though, we are going to go back to the club. 
And we are going to see that uh, Daniel is going to go grab some more drinks. Amanda and Common are going to hit the dance floor. So we have a little chance for Johnny and Chosen to have a little hot to hot. And Chosen recognizes, I think, how much those two characters, how much similarities they have. They're very, very much alike. Yeah. Even with their like histories, with their, their rivalries with LaRusso, even so many similarities. Um, but now Johnny's kind of getting all the things that Chosen, it seems like he's wanted. He's getting a girl. He's got a nice relationship with his two kids. Well, his real kid and Miguel. They're having a third kid. So he sees that he's got his own dojo. He's got and all this success and all the things that Chosen wants. And it seems like, you know, he's kind of envious. You know what I mean? And, and Johnny's like, you know, you, no special girl for you back home. No, I stay bachelor. <laughs> but then he mentions, he goes, there is one woman back home very, very special. So I'm like, hmm, I wonder who that could be. I wonder if it's someone that we know. Because we do know someone that's over there, you know. Um, we go back to Stingrays, and uh, the kids, like I said, they're trying to, you know, kind of grease him up, try to get some information from him. And because he was on trial, basically, it would be you can't like lie under oath and all that. He's like, you know, I can't fucking tell you exactly what happened. So what does he do? He turns the story into a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. The, the silver-haired king. Yeah. He's a, uh, what is he? He's like a dwarven champion or something like that. <laughs> but I thought the whole, just the way he did it, I thought was very, very funny. And it was also very sad because at the end, he's like just saying, he's like, you know, like the, whatever, like I think it's the dwarven something. But he's like, you know, it was just very, very scared. You know what I mean? Because the silver-haired king already almost killed him once you know what i mean just to get power like who knows what he would do to keep that power he could have killed him already so it goes to show that stingray like he feels bad about what he did and stuff he just he's scared you know what i mean the kids even mentioned like they're like oh he doesn't want to lose all of his benefits like the house and the car and all that and he's like i'll i'll give up all the benefits he's like it's not that he's like i'm fucking scared you know what i mean i was just like oh plus stingray you know what i mean but Fuck Stingray, oh. though. At the same time, well, you know who's gonna yeah, have man. you know who's gonna have that mentality man. though. You're on, you know, whose club you're in. In that case, is Sam Larusso's because all the boys like Miguel and Hawk kind of like almost kind of have my mentality like, oh, poor Stingray, kind of a thing. Like he's just a sad kind of puddle of a human. You know what I mean? And Larusso's just like, well, thanks for nothing, Stingray, and then just like storms out of the fucking house, and it's just like, oh my god, dude, you're yeah, the have worst. Yeah, I guess. She's just like all she cares about is herself. There's like there's she has no ability to see anything from anybody else's perspective or from their shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah, she just complains about everything. Too. Oh yeah, every single thing. She's just got no ability to like ever like interpret anything from anybody else's standpoint. You know what I mean? It's so, so annoying. But the part that annoyed me even more than that, and that her being mean to Stingray, which always bothers me, is what happens again. Miguel follows her out again. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. I love Miguel, but I can't handle this puppy dog yeah, act of him following around the worst character in the show. Yeah, it's making it his character worse. Me crazy. It, it is. Yeah, it is absolutely making his character worse. I love Miguel. I love him. I love him. He's one of the reasons why I fell in love with this show. I hate him just chasing around LaRusso when she's been a bitch to him this whole season. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. And what does he do? He apologizes for the night before. He's like, I'm sorry for what you saw at the fucking party the other night. Like, why? She broke up with you. Why are you apologizing? Why are you apologizing? You did nothing wrong. Which is exactly like what Sam says. But you know, she says it in that snarky fucking attitude. Like, 
you know, we're not together. You don't have anything to apologize for. Just being an asshole about it. You know what I mean? But whatever. Then Miguel kind of says, you know, I know you're mad about like the Tory thing. I know you're mad that they cheated or whatever, but. It would have, like, and he even kind of admits, he goes, you know, it would have been nice if Tori had come clean a month ago. It would have been great. But at the end of the day, she did come clean. Like, she just told you the truth. That's her extending that olive branch. You know what I mean? So he's like, now the ball's in your court to kind of try to make things right now because you just acted like a douche the other night. And Sam kind of just does that realization like, oh, you know what? Yeah, you know, you know, you might be right kind of a thing. So it's like, all right, maybe someone's finally getting through to this girl a little bit, I guess, the, the oh, smallest bit. Miguel just needs to like, just run as far away from that chick as he possibly can. Far away. What he needs to do is he needs to see that at this moment in time, things are rocky for fucking Tori and Robbie. They're kind of broken up right now. You need to go and get your girl back. Go get Tori back right now. Leave the hair to LaRusso. Let them be the terrible couple. You go be the cool couple. Because right now, your stock's going down. Robbie's going up. And it's not good. And I don't like it. And it makes me sad. <laughs> but um, we go back to the club. And I really, uh, I really, really liked this, this scene a lot. I thought this whole thing was just very, very funny. A couple of different things are all going to happen kind of fast. But um, the first thing that we're going to see is Johnny goes up to the bar. He sees LaRusso. And he goes, he lets it slip. He goes, hey, you know, Chosen's got it real bad for Kumiko, who we know, Kumiko. She was in Cobra Kai season three, and she's from uh, Karate Kid, the second one. Kind of like the love interest for Daniel LaRusso. They have a little bit of a crush, you know what I mean? Um, but it turns out that's the girl that he's had this crush on for all these years. And I was just like, you know, that makes sense. I'm not too surprised. Because even in season three, I kind of got some of those vibes from him a little bit. You know what I mean? I was like, you know, it seems like you guys have stayed in touch all these years, even though, like, back technically in Karate Kid 2, he, he like, kidnaps her and, like, kind of, like, holds her hostage to, like, kill her unless LaRusso comes to fight him, you know what I mean? But it's like, wow, you guys still, like, kept in touch all these years later, so you guys must have made up a little bit, you know what I mean? So, but, all right, but I get it, you know, it's, it's you know, Kumiko. Um, so what's Daniel going to do? You know, Daniel's going to go and, like, basically say, like, hey, like, you know, the Chosen, like, you have, you have feelings? You have feelings for Kumiko? And uh, you can tell Chosen's a little boozed up a little bit. He's like, ah, oh, I, wish, I wish Johnny hadn't told you that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he goes, you know, like, dude, like, you got to take advantage. Like, does she, does, does she know how you feel? And he's like, no. And he's like, you got to tell her. You know what I mean? You, you only live once kind of a thing. You got you to gotta take the chance. You know what I mean? So you see kind of Chosen's like, okay. Um, but in the meantime, before you, you know, before you tell her or anything like that, we'll do that tomorrow. Why don't we go hit the dance floor? I've seen you dance. I've seen you carve it up. Chosen's like, all right. He's got the fucking Long Islands in him. They get on the dance floor, and Chosen starts cutting up a fucking rug, man. He's having a damn good time. He's fucking dancing all over, pulling out all the moves. He was, Chosen cracked me up in this. Just his dance moves had me fucking dying. I was just like, this is a guy who's been having some Long Island iced teas tonight. Fucking, he reminded me of uh, fucking you and Steph the night when you guys were at Barrett's and you guys were dancing in the arcade. And shit like that. And I was just like, my lord, have mercy. You give some people some booze and they just stop fucking wiggling like crazy. You know what I mean? Um, but that was very, very funny to me. We see that, you know, they're all on the dance floor. All of a sudden, Cousin Louie, he's, he's dancing. He's got two, two girls, got a girl under each arm doing the Hugh Hefner kind of thing. All of a sudden, he looks over on the dance floor. Who does he see? Sees a noosh. He's like, hey, thought Anoush was out on a date. Goes over to him, Anoush, thought you were on a date. Ooh, what's going on? Anoush is dancing with a girl. Turns out, Louis' sister. 
Oh shit, that's why I knew she didn't want to tell. <laughs> hey, Louie, wicked funny. What? You're out with this guy? You're embarrassing the fucking family. <laughs> what does he do? He ends up fucking punching the punching Anoush, takes a swing at him. The sister's like, hey, what the hell? What are you doing? You know what I mean? All of a sudden, Anoush just gets up. Ah! Charges at him, fucking tackles him down. I thought it was wicked funny. I was like, oh shit, that was great. I didn't see that one coming at all. I kind of. Anoush and, Anoush, Anoush and Louie. Had had like kind of bigger roles in some of the other seasons. Yeah, very little screen time this yeah, season. Yeah, but this was a, a funny little throw-in for them. You know what I mean? And then um, we see that chosen goes outside. He's going to take Daniel's advice. He's got that that booze confidence. You know what I mean? The liquid courage is flowing. He's going to call up uh, Kumiko and leave her a little voicemail. She doesn't answer, but basically just says, "Hey, you know things are going so good. I'm making up with Daniel." He goes, uh, "The only mistake I made is when I came here. I should have brought you with me." And he says when he gets back home, he wants to see her. And then uh, he ends you know, hanging up. And I was like, oh, that's very cute. You know, I hope Chosen gets his girl. But very funny to see that liquid courage just hits us all. You know what I mean? Once you start the booze coming, you start drunk dialing anybody, man. That's why you got to put that phone away. Lock that thing. Turn it off. Put it in a bag, in a lockbox. Give it to somebody else. Once you start boozing like that, put your phone away. <laughs> um, but we're going to be uh, basically leaving the club now. And we see that the girls, Common's obviously pregnant. Amanda probably doesn't want to be the only girl, you know what I mean? So the girls are going to head out, and now it's just the boys. The boys are going to head on out for a little bit more fun. Boys night out now. Chosen, Johnny, Danielson. Three of them hop back in the limo. See what they're going to get themselves into. Uh, we go to Sam, and she's going to show up at Tori's house. She just took Miguel's advice, you know what I mean? And this was, we were actually, I was just saying how Sam can never see anything from anybody's perspective from her own. It seems like she's going to get a little dose of kind of reality that it's not always sunsets and rainbows in everyone else's life like it is for her. You know what I mean? She's going to show up at Tori's and uh, we see Tori's ice in her hand. It's all fucked up from the fucking thing at Cobra Kai when she's punching through concrete. And Sam's like, hey, you know, I want to talk. So Tori's like, all right, whatever, come on in. Sam walks into her house and she kind of takes a look around. She sees her mom laying down in bed, you know, all the machines and stuff because she's obviously very sick. So she's like, you know, almost kind of probably forgets that Tori's literally responsible for not only her. She has like a sibling, too. She's like a little brother, yeah. so she's got to take care of him, too. She's taking care of herself. She's got a lot on her plate. Small little house. It's a mess. You know what I mean? You can tell that they're obviously not the best living conditions. Completely different from her fucking life in the LaRusso fucking estate, basically. You know what I mean? Where she's like the princess, like I said. She's gotten everything her whole, whole entire life. She hasn't had to fight really for anything. You know what I mean? She's fought because she likes to fight. <laughs> um, but basically, uh, they're going to kind of just... Sam's going to not really apologize, but, you know, just say, I didn't handle, you know, you're telling me the truth the best. Tori's going to tell her whole side of the story, kind of how she wanted to win the All-Valley so badly, and she didn't really know what to do once she found out. But they kind of agree, all right, let's help each other. She tells, uh, Sam tells Tori that we were just at Stingray's. We know the truth now about Stingray and Silva and Crease and what actually happened. The only problem is, is that Stingray's too scared to come out and actually, like, say it. So, like, we need to find some kind of proof. As soon as she says that, Tori's like, did it happen at the old dojo? Yep. She's like, all right. Then there was probably fucking camera footage. Nice. Perfect. We do know that Silva has these cameras everywhere. We see him all the time looking at all these fucking security footage of his. He likes to have his eyes in the sky. He likes to know what's going on. Great idea. So we're going to go try and get some uh, some security footage. But before we go there, we go to uh, Silva. He, he's at his house. He's with Sensei Kim. And I liked this scene just because it was very, like, 80s, 90s. 
like action movie, like the bad guy and his evil lair and his little penthouse kind of a thing. There's always that. The only thing that was missing was he, he was missing the cat. He was missing just his evil cat that he was just stroking on yeah, his lap. No shit. <laughs> but everything else was perfect. They're just like having a drink in front of the fireplace, basically like planning their world domination, you know what I mean? Sensei Kim's like, you promised me we would get my master's, you know, uh, karate practice on like the world stage. Yeah, with getting into the Sakai Takai, you've pretty much done that. We just got to handle your little problems here in the valley. And... um they mentioned, she mentions actually again that she's very high on Devin. She's very, very, very high on Devin. Silva so kind of like, you think she can like win the Sakai Takai already? Like she's kind of pretty young for that, you know what I mean? But who knows? Sensei Kim's very fond of her, clearly. Um, but we're just going to kind of, Kim, uh, Silva's kind of just going to say, you know, I don't have all of my plans in place yet. We're going to send a message to them soon. We're going to figure out what it'll be. But at the end of the day, the main part of our plan is already in like in fruition we got into the tournament so things are going well let's just take this second here a little bit of a, a little peace moment kind of like what the russo's were saying too but when the time comes we're going to send the message don't fuck with cobra kai until the tournament starts you know what i mean and then we go back to the limo and this pop again very very funny we see the boys like we said daniel son johnny chosen they're in the limo and what are they doing they're having a fucking karaoke time in the goddamn limo Eye of the Tigers jamming out on the fucking speakers. They're playing the air drums. They're playing the air guitar. They're singing along to every single word. Wicked, wicked funny scene. I thought this was absolutely hysterical. Kalos doing the job, the, the two-for-one job today, doing the producer role, too, because we don't have one. Again, just the two of us in here. Good work. Uh, but like I said, very funny scene here. The boys singing Eye of the Tiger. Doing the air drums, the air guitar, they're singing along to every single word. I was cracking up. I love to see it. Um, but then, you know, this is how the episode actually ends, but LaRusso kind of fucking is like, all right, what's going on here? The song ends. You know what I mean? The, the sing-along ends, and he's like, all right, why is this ride taking so long? We've been in this limo for forever. Goes to, like, the front to start kind of pounding on the glass, and then as soon as he starts doing that, all of a sudden, fucking limo starts fucking swerving like a madman all over the fucking road, going crazy. I'm like, what the fuck? This thing about the crash, about the drive off the road? Chosen's like, must be silver kind of thing. Like, oh shit, that silver is I really thought it was silver. Yeah. The only reason why like I was kind of thrown off was just because of we just left the conversation where Silver was kinda of like, Alright, let's have a little moment of peace. I'm like, there's no way he's gonna like try to assassinate these three guys, basically, you know what I mean? But fucking the limo's going like all crazy, like I said, and that's literally how the episode ends. But they're just kinda of like uh, a little bit up in the air, like, what the fuck's gonna happen? Is this thing gonna crash? Are they gonna go driving off the road? Who did it? Who's in the who's driving kind of a thing? But Funny, funny little way to end it. Like yeah. I said, the, the the actual singing montage part in the beginning, I thought was so fucking funny. I love, I love seeing these three guys together. I like even when it was just two of them. I always like seeing Daniel and Johnny together. I always like seeing Johnny and Chosen together this season. Now to have all three of them together, they're all having a good time. Just the boys, you know what I mean? Fucking great. Reminded me of fucking us. I can't even tell you the number of times me and Seth have been fucking jamming out just like that, playing the cards, jamming out air drums. You know what I mean? <laughs> just having a good old time. Boys being boys. Yeah, exactly. You know? But um, good episode. Like I said, I've never like disliked an episode of Cobra Kai really in my entire life. That was just a slower one. More towards the bottom of the tier. Still good. Still a lot of laughs. A little slow. Just kind of moving pieces where they needed to be. But still enjoyable. Yeah, I like you the episode. I, mean? I never ever finish an episode of Cobra Kai and go like, that was bad or like that dragged or like that lost my attention. Never ever happens. Not one single time. You know what I mean? 
The only episode that I wouldn't even say I don't like, it just makes me sad, is the one where uh, Johnny goes with like with his old boys from back in the day from the Karate Kid movies because one of them's like dying. He's like real sick. And they have like that one last night out in the town kind of a thing. And then he does end up dying. I was like, I don't like that. I don't need that in the show. <laughs> All of the other shows give me that. Like, I don't need that here. This is just, this is supposed to be my happy place. You understand? Happy place. <laughs> I don't need that kind of stuff here. Um, but still a good episode, even though, like I said, towards the bottom. We get to the finale. Let's go. Finale. Episode time. 10. Episode 10. Head of the Snake. Good episode. Good finale. Uh, we get some action. Definitely get get. We still get a we get a good fight scene. Just not as good as the rumbles in season two or three. You know what I mean? Still, it was just on the weaker side of the weaker side of the rumble. But we are gonna get something different that we've never gotten, and it's more of like a, I guess, more of a serious fight, a more uh, lethal fight. I guess. I guess would be a good way to yeah. put it. Lethal, actually, yeah. Which was different for Cobra Kai. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. It's also going to be the first time in the entire show's history, five seasons, 50 episodes, first time that we have literally, like, the entire gang fighting together on one side. All the kids, the whole fucking no more against each other and everything like that, aside from, like, you know, Kenny and Kyler. But other than that, everyone on the same side. Pretty interesting. Pretty cool to see. Uh, let's dive in. Like I said, episode 10, Head of the Snake. We open up. We are with Crease. He's in prison. And this was a really good scene. I really, really, really liked this scene. Uh, he's talking to his counselor again, but he's got a completely different tone than he has in all of the other prior conversations. This one, he seems beaten. Seems beaten down. He's like, you know, uh, kind of almost accepting that this is where he's going to spend the rest of his life, that he's going to die in here, that he's not going to be able to make up for any of the things that he did. He mentions Johnny specifically. He says that, you know, I had the best student and I, I looked at him like a son and now he wants nothing to do with me. Um, and this counselor kind of says, hey, you know, don't say things like that. You might still get out of here. While you're still here, while you still have time, try to fight for what's right. But instead of doing it with your fists, do it with like, you know, your heart, your head, your words. You know what I mean? Try to fix the relationships. And all while this is like, all while this is happening, in the background, we hear Frank Sinatra playing, I did it my way. And I was like, hmm, okay, this is interesting. Because there's not, like, too many, like, scenes like that in this show where there's music playing in the background, yeah. you know what I mean? If music's playing, it's usually more like something where it's, like, interactive. Like, they're listening to the radio, like, in the last scene that we just yeah. saw. You know what I mean? This is actually just, like, playing over. Um, but we flash to the cafeteria, and... Uh, Crease is like basically like his bitch boy, that guy that tried to, try to start shit with him that he turned into his little bitch, you know what I mean? He was taking his jello and shit, now he's getting his jello. We see that he's getting into a little uh, a little fight kind of, a little argument at the cafeteria line with this random dude. And Crease goes to try and like, you know, break it up, trying to play the good guy. And his friggin' his little bitch, his little bitch boy, snaps. I guess he's done playing the bitch. Pulls out a shank and fucking stabs him like four or five fucking times. I was shocked. Yeah, I was like, what? I was like, we have like, we've had like no death actually. We just happened to mention it, aside from like Johnny's friend on the show. But that's because he was like sick with cancer and stuff. We never had like a fucking a murder on the show. You know what I mean? I did find it weird that it was his boy in prison too. Like yeah, the from the beginning, definitely. Especially because like the last time we saw him was when they were when he was meeting with like Larusso and Johnny, and he like. He's like, do you want a jello cup? And he like calls him over and he like comes running. He's like, yes, sensei. <laughs> like he's such a soldier, and now he's just like, oh, man. Guess he's had. A, guess he's had enough. You know what I mean? He fucking just. 
But like I said, I thought the song choice was awesome. The, yeah. I did it my way. It was very fucking. I thought it was very cool, like ending for Crease the way it, the, that whole scene yeah. was filmed and everything. But very shocking, sad. though. Shocking, shocking. Way, shocking way to start the episode. Shocking. I was like, oh man, I don't know. I was sad. And I had mentioned too. I was like, I he Martin Cove. I do feel like he is starting to like look older, even in this show. Like it seems like he's slowing down a little bit. Which I think might be why we mentioned in that jailhouse fight scene they used the younger version actor of him to do the fight. Yeah, I think that Martin Cove might not be doing so well. I, I I have no basis to say that. It's just a hunch that I have. But I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope he's around for a long time and he's kicking. But I don't know. Just the vibe that I kind of yeah, got. You know what I mean? Possibly be. Um. But either way, love some Frank Sinatra, fucking bad boy. I got him fucking hanging on my wall in my TV room. Love Sinatra. But um. Sad, you know, love Crease. He's been, been in this world for a long time, and uh, apparently he's gone. But we go back to the limo. Like I said, the boy's life kind of up in the di- like up in the air. What the hell is going to happen? Limo ends up just kind of pulling right over in the middle of the road real sporadically. They're like, all right, what the fuck? What's going on? The limo door like gets pulled wide open, and who is it? Mike Bonds. Mike Bonds hijacked the fucking limo. Hilarious. Very funny, yep. He pull, pulls pulls LaRusso out. He's like, dude, you ruined my fucking life. You know what I mean? His whole freaking uh, his warehouse there, his furniture warehouse got burnt down to the ground. And uh, Johnny comes like flying into his defense, hits fucking Bonds with a kick. They start having a quick little fight. And I was like, ooh, this is going to be interesting. Two tough guys who are both like trained in the Cobra Kai way. I was like, this is going to be a good little scrap. But it doesn't actually end up coming to much. Just real kind of quick. LaRusso and Chosen both kind of like, hey, bring it up. We're all on the same team here. Silva's the one that uh, Silva's the one that fucking you know caused the, the the burn down. He's the one that's ruining everything. You know what I mean? Johnny, I thought was funny. Johnny's like, who are you, who is this guy? And LaRusso goes, Mike Bonds. And then Chosen goes, Bad Boy of Karate. <laughs> and Johnny's just like, he doesn't look so bad. He doesn't look so bad to me. And then, so, like, that happens. And then, like I said, like, this is all Silva's fault. So Bonds is like, all right, this is all Silva's fault. Like, Silva, Bonds seems like he might have been doing some of the same thing that Silva was doing in Karate Kid 3, a little bit of the booger sugar. Yeah. Some nose beers. Yeah, he was definitely uh, hyped up. <laughs> yeah, he was fucking like, you know what I mean? He looked like he was getting into some fun. Uh, but he's like, all right, I say we fucking go over there right now and kick his fucking ass. And he's like, there's three, there's four of us here. That sounds like four problems for him. You'll never see it coming. Daniel's like, dude, we can't just, like, go over to his fucking house. What are you guys, like, crazy? Like, you know, Chosen, Johnny, like, help me out here. And, then, and Chosen just goes, I know Silva's address. And, and then Johnny just goes, changes his mind real quick. He's like, I'm with the bad boy. Daniel's like, you got to be kidding me. Johnny's like, hey, this is a bad idea. This is why Terry will never see it coming because it's a bad idea. He always sees all the attacks coming, but that's because he's always planning, thinking smart. This is so dumb and just rushed and there's no thinking to it at all. He'll never see it coming, you know what I mean? But Daniel's like, fuck it. I'm not going. He's out. I was like, huh? What do you mean you're yeah, out? What a pussy. He just ends up, yeah. Lapusso. Lapusso is right. He ends up just literally getting, they strain him on the street because they're like, all right, fine. You don't want to come help us? Like, fine. Stay here. So Lapusso, out on the road by himself, bonds, chosen Johnny Lawrence. Yeah, what a gang. What a gang. Just three nut jobs. Yeah. <laughs> three very aggressive nut jobs all, all heading for blood. Yeah. Well, two definitely him, and the other one, who yeah. knows? At yeah. least, whew. like we said, he seemed all kinds of pepped up. You know what I mean? Um, but definitely know that they're going to go fucking cause some, some chaos for sure. We go to the kids, and they're going to be planning their own attack. Tori explains, you know, the whole Stingray beatdown. It's probably on camera. 
But we're at the new dojo now, so she's like, I don't fucking know, like, you know, if we had the footage or whatever. Dimitri, of course, is there. He pulls out the big brain. Hey, baby, probably on the same server, you know what I mean? I installed, he was actually the one that installed the, the whole system, apparently, at Cobra Kai. He's like, I installed that. They probably just moved the server to the new location. It's probably still on there. They're like, perfect. Call up the rest of the dojo. Tell everyone to head to Cobra Kai. We're going to fucking do this tonight. We're going to get the video. We're going to fucking upload it online. And Silva will be done. You know what I mean? Good little plan. Definitely a good little plan. What can go wrong? Yeah, what can go wrong is right. We go to Silva and uh, Sensei Kim. They're still doing their little evil, evil bad guy thing. They're chilling on their couches, having their drinks. And on the security cameras, like we mentioned, that Silva loves to keep an eye on at all times. He sees a fucking limo just bust through his fucking gate. <laughs> and he's just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> the boys like hop out the limo. They go over to the front door. This, again, I found just very funny to show the three, the three, how these guys are all similar but different at the same time. Barnes is about to kick in the door, right? Johnny's just like, hey, yo, yo, what are you doing? That looks like solid oak. You'll break your foot. Let me do it. <laughs> and then he's about to do it. And then Chosen just goes, hang on, hang on, hang on. Opens the door. The door's unlocked. He just walk right in. <laughs> but I thought that was very funny. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, and, you know, they got to get in there. They, you know, basically confront Silva. Like, hey, what the fuck? We're going to hear kind of a thing. Silva calls in his whole fucking team of senseis. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know if they were in the TV room <laughs> watching a movie together. If they were having a family meal in the other room. Because they sure as shit weren't drinking with him and Kim. Yeah. I have no idea. They're bumped up, maybe. <laughs> Their sleeping quarters is upstairs. I don't know. But all of a sudden, here comes the whole fucking army of them. You know what I mean? They all fucking come on down. And Bonds, he doesn't fucking even think, doesn't waste a second. Again, I don't know if it's the nose beers or what. He just fucking goes flying at this one dude, hits like two punches, and then another dude, bang, out cold, knocked out Bonds KO. Like, ooh. Already down, already down the two guys. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> Johnny and Chosen kind of get ready, but you see, like, they're going to have their hands full. It's going to be two of them versus, like, probably eight senseis, it looks like, something like that. Seven, eight senseis. One of them being Tyrone Woodley. And apparently, like I told you, didn't even notice that. There is a third UFC cameo. Yeah. Um, Steven Thompson. Steven Thompson, yeah. yeah I didn't, didn't notice even, that either. I didn't even notice it, yeah. I was so focused on Woodley because he's so obvious that I wasn't even... Much more attention. distinguishable. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I didn't even notice. I didn't notice until I saw... It was his own post on Instagram was yeah. how I found out. It was oh, a picture shit. of the two of them in their Cobra Kai geese and shit. And I was like, oh, no shit. But he's in this scene as well. I was just watching because I was looking for him. I was like, oh, yeah, there he is. He's in that too. But three uh, three UFC cameos. Yeah. Love to see it. Everyone loves this show. You know Everyone's what I mean? A fan. Had fucking Carrie Underwood last season singing at the All Valley, which was hysterical. But people love uh, people love the show. Um, Daniel, we'll go to Daniel in the street. He's going to call Amanda, tells him fucking, you know, what happened. The boys fucking left me here. They went to go, you know, basically kick Silva's ass. He's like, I need you to come pick me up. She's with Common. And she's like, all right, you know, kind of thing. She's on the phone. And as she's kind of getting ready to, like, end the conversation to go pick up Daniel, fucking you see, like, a car pull up to the house, headlights coming through the window. And uh, she's like, someone's here. Daniel's like, who is it? And she just goes, it's Cobra Kai. And I'm just like, hmm? I was like, what the hell does that mean? I was like, we're going to find out in a few minutes. But right away, I was like, well, we know it's not Silver and his senseis, obviously. We see them. We know they're at the house. Have They have their hands full. I can't imagine. The kids are heading to the Cobra Kai dojo, so there's no way. Why the hell would the kids from Cobra Kai be heading to the LaRusso house? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Very interesting. I was like, what the fuck would she mean by that? Uh, we see that the whole gang, like we just mentioned, they have now shown up at Cobra Kai. All the other kids from the dojo, you know, uh, Penis Breath and fucking Bar and the uh, the other little geeky kid, all of them, you know, they all show up. 
they fill them in on what's happened. You know what I mean? They tell them the plan. They're like, all right, we want you guys to basically stay down on the bottom floor. Keep an eye out in case anyone shows up. We're going to go head up to the server room. And we're going to try to find the video and we're going to fucking upload it. Seems like a good little good little plan. Um, we go back to the Silva. This this last episode bounced around a lot, especially at this point. Kind of fucking, you know what I mean? It's a lot happening at once. We go to Silva's and we see that, um, you know, the fight is ongoing and shit like that. Fucking Johnny and Chosen are kind of fighting for their lives against these eight do- these eight senseis, but they're actually doing a pretty good job. You know what I mean? It seems like uh, maybe the booze, maybe the maybe the booze got them fucking. The pain tolerance is higher, a little numb to everything, fighting more of just fucking fluid. Who knows? But they're figuring it out. They're having some success. Silva though, again to these security cameras. What does he see on his little iPad thing? The kids have all shown up at the dojo. So he's like, what the fuck? They're hitting us on two fronts. This guy, constantly thinking like he's in the fucking military. He's dealing with kids and senseis. <laughs> but fucking, he's like, all right, uh, Sensei Kim, me and you, like, what's, you go like head to the dojo, like, go head to the dojo, go take care of this. I'm going to be right behind you. Tells us other senseis, you guys handle this. They fucking kind of run off. Johnny fucking starts hitting some dudes. He's like, I got this. Like, what? You got this? Chosen, go. Tells Chosen to basically chase after Silva, which he does. But now it's like, damn, bro, you you are like in a one-on-six or seven situation here, Johnny. Bonds is still knocked out on the floor. This is going to be tough. This ain't going to be easy, bro. You know what I'm saying? See, yeah. he's got it in him. You're going to have to pull some magic out of the hat, man. These aren't kids you're fighting. These are some serious senseis. We already saw him and Chosen struggle two-on-one against one of these senseis earlier in the season. You know what I mean? Now he's like six or seven-on-one. Um, he's got that boo strength though. Yeah, yep, that's right. A little bit of fucking liquid courage. He's not feeling any pain. <laughs> um, we fucking see that Larusso. We go back to Larusso, and he's uh, on the street, and he basically runs into this like hickish, like hick southern kind of fucking dude. Looks like a hunter or some shit, all camouflaged out. He's got a pickup truck. Larusso just starts making demands. He puts on the tough Larusso act that he does sometimes, and he's like, all right. I need a ride right now. You're going to give it to me whether you want to or whether you don't want to. And the dude does the classic, just like knocks on the fucking truck and two more big ass dudes get out of it. And it's just like, oh, fuck. Shouldn't have, maybe you shouldn't have fucking pulled the horse. You know what I mean? Shouldn't have pulled the tail. Pissed it off. Poked the bear. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now he's got three angry rednecks to fucking handle. Russo's ready though. Fucking all right, let's go. He thinks he starts fucking even folding up the sleeves. Like, all right, I'm going to have to whip these three guys' asses. But he doesn't have to because we see exactly what Amanda was referring to. The fucking Dodge Charger painted out in black and yellow. Cobra Kai comes flying up. Fucking Stingray was the one who showed up. Picked up Amanda and Common. And then <laughs> and then hits LaRusso with the classic Terminator 2 line. Just goes, Mr. LaRusso, get in if you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> But wicked funny, LaRusso hops in the car, and then basically they kind of start speeding off to their destination, and then fucking you see Stingray puts on his sunglasses, and LaRusso goes, what are you doing? Like, it's nighttime, it's dark outside. <laughs> Stingray just goes, Stingray see better in the dark. <laughs> and then he floors it, and they just start taking the turns in the car at like 90 miles an hour. I love Stingray. He's the fucking best. He just cracks me up, man. He's so fucking funny. Um... We see uh, back at Cobra Kai, the kids are upstairs. They're on the computer server, and they're pulling up the the scene where Stingray is catching the beatdown. And it turns out, right as like the beatdown happens, bingo, it's been erased already. Silva, always thinking two steps oh, yeah. ahead, already went and cleaned up his tracks. 
kind of had a feeling. I mean, that was going to be the case too. No, especially because that case went to court and it got like Crease arrested in it. Yeah. That's like that's not just small time yeah. hidden. You know what I mean? That's like you're actually talking about jail time. You yeah. got to cover real evidence. Oh yeah, absolutely. this isn't just hiding from the kids and stuff. This yeah, is real. Was not dumb. Exactly. Yeah. So he had to. He already erased that. Got all the evidence of that under the rug. Wanted to have himself covered so he couldn't get in trouble. Um, but Tori kind of goes, "Hey, you know what? I think I got something else that we can use." Starts typing in to find another clip. We're gonna have to see what that is. But we see that the Cobra Kai students have all shown up. How the fuck, you know, did Silva call them or something like that? Did they get a tip? Did they get a text maybe from Sensei Kim? Nope. Turns out. Penis breath is a fucking traitor. Turncoat. Ended up fucking being a, a two-timer the whole time. Switches sides, goes back to Cobra Kai where he always wanted to be before he was kicked out. Before he lost his lost his role there to Kyla because Kyla kicked his ass. Um, but now he's back. Turns out he was the one that took, you know, texted him, whatever, told him what was up. So now we have all the Cobra Kai kids there. We got all the Miyagi-Do kids there. And, you know... It's just a recipe for disaster. Miguel tries to, hey guys, listen. Silva's a cheetah. He paid off the referees. We're just trying to prove it. Tries to basically talk it down, have a realistic, mature thing. Kenny ain't having it though. Kenny's like, fuck that. Throws a swing on Miguel and bang, fights off. It's rumble time. So like we said, no tournament this year, but going to be back to more of that rumble that we got in season two and three. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of kids in one place just ready to fucking start We're throwing throw hands. Down, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, from there, we're going to go to, I would say, definitely the best part of the episode. Maybe even the best part of the whole season, possibly. Uh, Chosen is going to catch up with Silva in this little, like, sword room that we've seen, uh, that we've seen before. But fucking, basically... Uh, Silva's ready to go. He's like, you know, the last time we, we did this, you said if fucking I crossed your line that you were going to be able to put me down. Let's see it. He starts taking off his jewelry. I have to, uh, he starts taking off his jewelry and fucking, he's like, all right, let's fucking do it. They start swapping some blows and shit like that. Silva lands first, chosen bounces right back, hits him good. And then what does Silva do? Pulls out a fucking samurai sword. And I was just like, whoa. We've never really seen fighting with weapons in this show. This is kind of elevating the playing field. Fucking chosen, though. All season long, we've seen him ready with these twin sides, baby. Pulls them out. Finally oh, go time for those things. He's been it. waiting all season, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? You kind of had a feeling that you were going to get some use at some point. You know, they kept alluding to that fact that he had him on him all the time. Yep, yep, yep. Didn't pull the weapon first, but he's been ready. He had him locked and loaded, and he goes, uh, I'm not afraid to kill. And then Silva goes, good, because I'm not afraid to die. And I was just like, oh, fuck. We're going to fucking do this. Like, let's go. Sure enough, they kind of start, uh, like, they backtrack. They don't stop fighting right there. They go to a little bit of a better scene. I liked it. They go outside, basically, and they're, like, at Silva's pool. And it's, like, got these trees and shit, but they're fighting in this really low, low-level pool. Reminded me of something like in a samurai movie, like a samurai fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just two fucking warriors about to go at it. Sword versus size. And fucking, they start, you know, stop fighting. Blocking, everything's going crazy, you know what I mean? And we see the Silva's gonna strike first, gives Chosen a real nice fucking slash across his arm. All while this is going on, we see that Johnny's still inside, he's still fighting by himself, Bonds is still knocked out, he's trying to fight off all these friggin' senses. Um, actually, like you kind of mentioned earlier, he he points out a good line after he takes a he like gets punched 
and then doesn't really feel it, and then hits the guy back and hits him like it seems like twice as hard because that guy goes flying, goes, I'm running on whiskey and white claw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then eventually it seems like there's just too many of them. He kind of gets overrun, and they kind of stop fucking beating up on him a little bit. So it looks like Johnny's in a little bit of trouble. We flash back to Chosen outside. He's fighting Silva. They're still going, even though he got that one slash. Silva's going to fucking bang, get him across the leg. Chosen, though, won't go down. Ends up almost using that as fuel, it seems like. Because then he pulls a sick little block. Then sweeps the leg on Silva. Takes him right down. Has him at, like, uh, what do you want to call it? Twin side point? <laughs> Knife point? Whatever. Blade point? Ready to kill? And uh, Silva's like, this is how I was always meant to go out. Like, on the battlefield. Fucking do it. And I was just like, oh, shit. This guy's intense, man. You know what I mean? This guy's a fucking motherfucker. But what happens? Johnny kind of lets out a groan of pain from inside. Chosen. That's his god down for a split second, looks away. Silva sees it as his moment to strike and fucking just slices him right across his entire back. And I'm not going to lie, I was real nervous. I was real scared for my boy. I was like, that's going to bleed. Like, that's serious. Like, is that it? Is that it for my boy? I'd be devastated if he died. We already lost Crease this episode. We're going to lose Chosen now, you know what I mean? But I was fucking, whew, I was real, real nervous for my guy. I, didn't, I did not like that. But that's where we're going to leave that scene for right now. We're going to go back to Cobra Kai. Most of the kids in the dojo are all like squaring off at this point. Um, but we see that Hawk and Dimitri are still upstairs. They're the two that I kind of... Dimitri's obviously the nerd guy. Hawk's there kind of being his protector because they're best friends. They're still trying to upload this video. And uh, Kyler and two like Cobra Kai schmucks are going to kind of come up and stop him. And this was a fucking, a good little back and forth, I thought. This was pretty funny. Kyla basically is doing the same bully thing that he always does. Hawk's just like, dude, don't you ever, like, get sick of this? Like, basically, like, you've been doing the same bully act for years now. Every kid that you bully has kicked your ass. And Dimitri goes, while he's, like, doing the computer thing, like, I haven't. Hawk goes, don't worry, you're going to get your chance. Kyla's too stupid to ever learn his lesson. (laughs) But I thought that was very, very, very funny. Uh, so then they kind of start squaring off. They go back downstairs, and we see fucking this kid, Kenny, man. He learned that silver bullet move, and he loves it. He already hit Hawk with it. Who's he going to hit it with now? His ex-fucking, his ex-boy, Robbie. Hits Robbie with the silver bullet. Robbie goes down. So Kenny's just using this move. He's getting fucking violent, this kid. Yeah. He's fierce, you know what I mean? He's just sucking the wind out of anybody. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> but um, we see Johnny's getting his absolute ass kicked. Silver walks on in. Johnny's just like, man, you look like shit. He's like, yeah, well, guess what? I look better than your boy chosen because he's outside and he's fucking done. He's off the scoreboard, he says. And I was just like, oh, is he really? Like, are you just saying that? Or is he like really off the scoreboard? Like, I'm not convinced, but I don't like that you say that. And Johnny's like, you know, you son of a bitch kind of a thing. Terry's like, you know, I got to go to the dojo and take care of this. There's still a problem over there. Says to his senseis, finish him off. And I was just like, my God, dude. You are getting a lot more intense all of a sudden. We're killing people now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, burning down a factory is one thing, putting a guy in jail for assault. We've all been elevating, I guess, to this level, and now we're just fucking ready to start dropping bodies over karate. Karate tournaments. This guy is a fucking nut job. Yeah, psycho. My goodness. Um, but we see, uh, like I said, bouncing around a lot. Lots happening at one time. Hawk and Dimitri, they kick, their, uh, they kick Kyle's ass and fucking... They're his two little minions. Dimitri gets his moment, just like Hawk said he would, almost instantaneously gets to kick Kyla's ass. They finish the upload of the video. 
They head downstairs. They get the fucking iPad. You know what I mean? So now they're going to try to put it up onto like YouTube, I think, is the plan so that the whole world can see it. Kyla apparently has woken back up. He fucking comes down the stairs, hits the iPad out of Hawk's hands from behind. It goes like skidding across the floor. Who picks it up? But little Anthony LaRusso picks it up. And all of a sudden, as soon as he grabs it, thanks to Chosen from earlier in the season, we know exactly what to do. Miguel screams out the order, protect the egg. And sure enough, all the Miyagi-Do kids, like a fucking, like 300, like the Spartans, fucking just provide a little circle wall of protection around Anthony and just start using exactly what Chosen showed him earlier in the season, how to kind of fend off against a big group when you're outnumbered, you know what I mean? Protect the egg. And I was just like, all right, nice. I love the callback. Yeah, Perfect I like how they, they, I like how they use that uh, strategy in, in training. Yeah. Oh, no, that fight. was awesome. I like. I always like the little like the callback kind of thing. You know what I mean? Anything. Cobra Kai is good at that. They always like to sprinkle these little things for the kids to learn that they can use later. Uh, Kim goes after Tori, even though she's fucking hurt. Which I was just like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, Sensei Kim showed up. I'm sorry. So right after you know they protect the eggs, we see Sensei Kim showed up, and I'm like, oh fuck, that's business is about to pick up. You know what I mean? You guys might be good kid fighters. We got ourselves a world-class sensei here to fucking fuck some shit up. She goes right after Tori, though, even though Tori's got a bad hand. I was just like, that's kind of bullshit. She kind of starts beating on Tori. Who comes to the rescue? Sam LaRusso. Wow. Sam and Tori, obviously, arch enemies, comes to her aid. Ends up fucking, they end up doing a little teamwork, you know what I mean? They're trying to take on Kim. All of a sudden... Devin comes over. She sees what was happening. She tags out, fucking WWF style. Tags out Sam LaRusso. Sam, go help your brother. I got this. Fucking Devin and Tori are going to take on Kim. I'm like, oh, shit. Tori and Devin team up now. Devin's coming to our side, too. It seems like literally the only kids left in Cobra Kai is literally Kenny. And then Kyler. But fuck Kyler. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but now Devin's out. Tori's out. We're all on the same team. This is what I was mentioning at the beginning of the episode. First time we have the whole gang. Fighting together. Robbie, Miguel, Hawk, Tori, Sam, Devin, fucking everybody. The whole crew. Fucking cool to finally see after five seasons. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, but then we go to uh, Daniel, Amanda, Carmen, Stingray. Loved this quick little scene real fast. They have arrived at the dojo themselves. They get to the dojo. They're trying to head on in. And Cobra Kai has put like three or four just fucking like bounces basically outside to make sure no one gains entrance. So LaRusso's like, guys, like, get out of my way. You know what I mean? And they're like, they're ready to fight. And LaRusso's like, dude, I'm not going to fight you guys. You're children. I'm an adult. Like, I'm not going to whip your ass. You know what I mean? No problem. No worries, LaRusso. Stingray's here. Stingray literally just comes over. Don't worry. I'll take out this trash for you. <laughs> fucking devil rays up the stairs. Like, on all fours, which is wicked fucking funny. And then just lays the wood. Just absolutely fucks up. All four of those fucking kids. Like, all right, it's safe now. Let's go. Come on in. <laughs> I loved that. Good yeah, little that moment good of redemption. Team. Yeah. yeah. First time we've seen Stingray pull any fucking, uh, any karate in a long time. Probably since, uh, oh, actually, he did that quick little thing at the prom party where he fucks up his neighbor, but I was going to say the school fight. But both those were fucking, just, I love seeing Stingray. I love Stingray. I love him. Yeah, he's funny. Uh, we see that the kids are using, like we said, the chosen, the chosen uh, practice style that he taught them to the to defend against a large army and stuff like that. They're really putting that to the defense. Anthony's got the iPad. The upload's getting really close to being complete. Like I said, it reminded me of like that three hundred thing. You know what I mean? Just a small, small force that knows what they're doing, knows how to fight as a group against this huge army. You know what I'm saying? But fucking the upload completes. 
LaRusso walks on in. Anthony fucking tosses the clip on all the TVs. So it starts playing across all the dojo. And all the Cobra Kai kids see fucking that. The scene from where Tori calls out Silva about paying off the officials and cheating at the All-Valley Championship. So now all of his students know that he's a fucking cheat, that he paid off the refs, that they haven't been winning legitimately. LaRusso sees it too now. LaRusso, Amanda, and all them. And Terry Silva walks right on in, and he goes, is this it? This is your this is your grand plan, you know what I mean? You're going to put this fucking, this little clip up like it's supposed to ruin me? And then tries to do that same thing he did when Robbie came in and kind of was like, all right, kids, like, what do we show to our enemies when they come into our dojo? Crickets. Could have heard a pin drop in that place. All the Cobra Kai kids are fucking out, it seems like. They're fucking upset. They're fucking sensei. Been lying and cheating, you know what I yeah, mean? Fucking scumbag. Can't have it. They don't like it. It's not their way. Finally got exposed. Yeah. We fucking see uh, that while this is happening, he kind of, like, while the kids stop blowing him off, basically, he starts doing this little monologue, kind of like, you got to do what you got to do to win. A real sensei would have done the same thing. This is what you got to do to come out on top. And while he's doing this little monologue, we go to um, Silva's house. And we see that Johnny's still, like, getting pulverized, basically, by these, like, five or six senseis. They're just kind of fucking all taking a turn. One knocks him to the floor. And the picture, the baby picture of him and Common's new baby falls out. Motivational music hits. It gives Johnny that little fucking boost that he needs to get back up. Starts fucking fighting again, even though it's against, like, five guys. And this was, like, a real cool fight scene. This one was, like, the best one because it actually lasted for, like, a minute or two. But Johnny just starts fucking fighting all five of these guys. One of them pulls out a sword, accidentally ends up cutting uh, Tyrone Woodley's fingers off, which I thought was great. Freaking Johnny just ducks and just hits fucking Woodley right in the hand. Fingers go flying. He falls to the ground, and he's just like, oh, my God. What is Johnny? Johnny just comes over. Bam, punches him in the face and just knocks him right out cold. <laughs> Which was fucking pretty good. Um, but then, you know, he takes down a few of these guys, but then there's like two left and fucking one of them gets him from behind, knocks him down. The other one just comes over right away and grabs him. So it's like, oh, fuck. The one that doesn't grab him grabs a samurai sword. And I'm like, oh, shit, like, what the hell? How's Johnny going to get out of this? You're going to have to pull some fucking magic out of the hat. He doesn't. Finally up from his nap after an hour, Mike Bonds is woken up finally. And he sees that Johnny's in trouble, comes over, fucking takes care of the two guys, knocks them both out real quick. Johnny saved. Mike Bond saves the day. Now let's hope they can go get chosen and maybe get him some help. You know what I mean? Hopefully he hasn't bled hopefully, out. Yeah, hopefully he's all right. Back. And then we go to where we're going to be basically finishing up. But Silva is going to be uh, at the dojo now. Like I said, all of his students have turned tail on him. And he's saying to, I don't even really know, but he's kind of saying to LaRusso that they've already been defeated, which it seems like you've been defeated because you just lost all of your students, which I was kind of weird. But he's like, if you can't accept it, I'll kick your ass again. And I was just like, hmm, okay. This seems a little forced, but it's fine. I'm in. Let's get another LaRusso fucking solo fight. <laughs> Amanda's like, don't worry, honey. We're all here for you. You know what I mean? They start squaring off. But LaRusso is ready for it this time. He fucking beating Silva's ass pretty good. It seems like they're doing a lot of flashbacks to Karate Kid 3 while this fight's happening, so it seems like LaRusso is using the exact moves in the training that fucking Silva had taught him way back in the day. Silva goes to throw his own Silva bullet at LaRusso. LaRusso sees it coming, fucking blocks it, like catches it basically, and then fucking hits him with another move. Silva goes to grab the trophy off the wall to use as a weapon, turns his back for a second, and for the first time since Karate Kid, we see, actually that's not true, Miguel pulled it out in season one at the All Valley, but we see it for the first time from, from LaRusso since Karate Kid won, pulls out the crane kick, fucking bang, hits Silva right in the face, 
Game over, knocks him right out. Pulls out the crane kick, baby. What he's famous for. Love it. Love to see it. First time, like I said, since Karate Kid won, it was fucking awesome. And we see um, Silva get knocked out. Like I said, all the all the Cobra Kai kids start fucking just taking off their jerseys, their sweatshirts, their T-shirts, whatever they have on with the Cobra Kai logo. They all just start quitting basically right there. You can tell that they're all done. We see that uh, Tori and Robbie. Tori and Robbie are going to get back together. Tori, uh, Robbie's trying to apologize. Tori's like, dude, you probably owe me an apology. I owe you an apology. Fuck it. Just kiss me. I you love it. And I was like, fuck. All right. They're back together. Unfortunately, they're not the only ones. We're going to see Sam and Miguel start having a conversation. <laughs> oh, man. Sam pulls out that dumb octopus necklace. She's like, fucking, did you buy this? And he's like, yeah, I was supposed to give it to you, but then you broke up with me. And fucking, next thing you know, they're fucking kissing. They're back together. I was just like, gross. They say they love each other for the first Ugh. time. I was like, ugh, ugh. I'm going to gag. We see that Chosen is alive. The boys have showed up at the dojo now. Johnny, Bonds. Chosen, Chosen's alive. He's all bandaged up, but he's alive and kicking. Thank God I couldn't have handled that. That would have just broke my heart. Um, said he just needs another Long Island. <laughs> just, yeah. just need another Long Island. Uh, Silva's arrested. Gonna go take uh, maybe Crease's old cot. Now that cot, that Crease is out, maybe he can go take his bed. You know what I mean in the jailhouse. And um, you know it seems like Cobra Kai kind of defeated. No students, no sensei. Don't know where they're gonna go from there. But we go to our last closing scene for the season, and we hear Frank Sinatra's lovely voice come in again, and we find out that Crease played out this whole thing, set the whole thing up. His boy actually stabbed him. It was red jello, they said, the doctors. Crease is like basically laid out like on a, with a stretcher. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the doctors are like, what the fuck? What's going on here? You know what I mean? Jello coming all out. What the hell? All of a sudden, Kreese just snaps up like he's fucking Michael Myers. Fucking yeah. bang, bang, bang. Knocks out the two gods. And Kreese is out of there. Not only is he out of there, he faked his death again. Yeah. You know what I mean? They all think he. They all think he's dead again. For like the, they, they think the third or fourth time this guy's faked his death. Crazy. So One of the best at it. <laughs> no shit, right? I was very happy to see this. I was like, all right, yeah. sweet. Crease ain't gone. This whole thing was a plan. He's out. His, his little bitch boy is still his bitch boy. Helped him out. No death in Cobra Kai. I love to see it. Now Terry's going to go take his place. Crease is going to be back on the outside. So maybe Cobra Kai ain't dead yet after all. Yeah, I thought it was a great scene. Yeah. Out that Crease uh, is still alive and he planned this whole thing to get out. Yep. I was. I, I didn't see it coming like at all. I yeah. totally thought he died. I like almost, it was so much had happened in this episode too where I was just like, yeah, you kind of forgot about, about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit. But I did it my way again by Frank Sinatra. Yeah. I was like, oh wow, now that's really good. Great way to open and close it. You know what I mean? He's like, I got out of jail. I did it my way, baby. You know what I mean? Cool scene. Yep. Very cool scene. Good closing. Uh, LaRusso gets his revenge on Terry Silva. We get a little bit of a rumble. We're set up for uh, well, we're set up for the future for the you know for the Sakai. But it's a matter of what what's going to happen with Cobra Kai. You know what I mean? It's the name of the show. It's literally called Cobra Kai. What, what are we? Where are we going to go from here? They're out of students. Is Kreese going to like start re-recruiting? Silva's in jail. They're probably going to have to close out a bunch of their dojos. Are the other senseis going to stick around now? You know what I mean? Who knows? A lot of questions. Yeah, a lot of questions. When Sensei Kim first arrived, the first thing she asked was, where is Kreese? So it seemed like she had a better relationship with him maybe than with Silva. So maybe she'll yeah. be happy that Kreese is out. Yeah. 
who knows? Very well, interesting. Yeah, very, very interesting. The fate of Cobra Kai is very left up, hanging the balance to end this season. You know what I mean? The other squad looking good. You know what I mean? We got our three senseis. Our kids are fighting well. We're yeah, ready yeah. for the Sakai Takai. Both sides joined together. Yeah. Plus, they're probably going to get a lot more people with everybody quitting Cobra Kai right now, too. So. Entirely. Yeah, that's true. Is Kenny Tori, uh, Tori's probably going to join. Yeah. Like, What's Kenny, Kenny going to do? Yeah, Kenny might. Yeah. They can keep Kyler. <laughs> they can keep Kyler. <laughs> they can. We don't need that kid. <laughs> But uh, overall, good season, yeah, strong yeah. season. Great way to end the season. Yep. Good, solid final episode. Yep, yep, it sure was. We're going to be wrapping things up soon. Los has got to get a wedding that he's got to go to. We're going to bang through a couple of uh, a couple of quick little awards and stuff. I thought overall I gave my, my grade for this season, first things first. Even though it was good season, really enjoyed it, love Cobra Kai. I always want Cobra Kai in my life. Still, like we said, probably the weakest of the five seasons. I would say I'd still come in like in the low 80s with it. Nice little nice little B minus, I would say. Yeah, I was going to give it a B. I give it a solid B. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't A material, but definitely not C material either. I definitely thought it not. was uh, still a good season and it set a lot of things up for going forward. Yeah, you might be right. I might be getting a little hot. B might be B might be the right grade because B minus does kind of start the same. It might be towards the C range, which definitely above a C. But yeah, I'd say you know mid to low 80s, somewhere in that region. Yeah. Good season, just not their best. Yeah, but so, um, it came so quick. It was such a quick turnaround. Even the writing, the shooting, yeah. the, everything was so quick on this one. So I, I'm just impressed that they were able to do it at all and that it came out even as good as it did. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, we have a couple of awards we're going to give out. I told Los I wanted to give out. I got five awards we're going to do. We're going to do stock drop and stock buy. Let's start there. The guy with the biggest stock drop for you this season. Whose stock are you selling? Who are you selling off? You can go first. Want me to go? All right. I hate to say it. I'm starting with my boy Miguel. I love him. He's my guy. But I'm I'm selling a little bit of Miguel stock this season. He had a tough season. Between a lot of the crying, which he did a lot of, the stuff down in Mexico with his dad I thought was just kind of just like the way he went about it was just kind of ridiculous. And then the biggest thing was just his constant puppy dog chase of Sam LaRusso all season, yeah. even after she walked all over him. It's just like, dude, you're so much better than this. You're an All-Valley fucking champion. Act like an All-Valley champion. Stop being the little puppy dog chasing this girl who's all the loser. You know what the I mean? Loser. The loser. She's dumb <laughs> to you. She broke your heart. She sucks. You know what I mean? It's not really the first time. Like She's already done other shitty shit before. It's like, fuck this girl. Leave her in the dust already. You know what I mean? So I'm not out on Miguel by any means. I'm still Team Miguel. I'm just saying I, I'm selling. I'm selling some shares. I'm selling some shares. I had a lot of them. I, I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get rid of some. Stock dropping for me is gonna be uh, Terry Silver. Surprisingly, only because he really should have like put his foot on the throat of. Miyagi Do in the Eagle Fangs, like this season, like he had all the control. He's pumping all this money. He's he's growing his business, all this stuff, and like, and then the other very, dojos even closed up shop. Yeah, the other dojos closed up shop. He bought out one dojo, like, and then at the very end, you know, he he still gets played and and made and you know loses basically all of his his students. So yeah. I don't know. He should have did a better job throughout the whole season, and then how it ended was just not a not a good look for him. So. That's my stock dropping. Yeah, all right. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Gets arrested, too, at the end, so who knows? That's another question. What yeah. the hell's going to happen to Terry Silva? Now, are we going to see like him in jail trying to get out, or yeah. is that the end of the road for Terry Silva? Yeah, could be. Who knows? I mean, he's got, we're talking a lot of cases again. Attempted murder, <laughs> assault with a deadly weapon, yeah. uh, lying under like oath, fucking conspiracy, assault. Like We're talking... Charges up the wazoo for Silva. He might be done. He might be going away. Could be. Obviously, we know he can afford some good lawyers, but 
Uh, let's go to stock buy. Biggest stock buy. I never thought in a million years that I would say this, but to me, there is only one available option for me personally for this answer, and it has to be the hair. It's fucking Robbie. I, I can't believe I'm saying it. A kid that I usually can't stand, like my least favorite character aside from Sam LaRusso usually. But I thought Robbie had an awesome, awesome season. I thought his character really developed and matured this season. Where he's been a very, obviously you've mentioned it a bunch of times very well. You've laid it out great for the audience. He's had a tough life. He's, had a, he's been let down a ton of times. I hear all that. But he's been a very wham-wham about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this season he was much more likable of a character. Yep. This season he really kind of tried – he flipped the script. You know what yeah. I mean? He flipped the script. He started being more mature about everything. He was able to joke around about it. He makes up with Miguel. He makes up with his dad. He gets his girl back at the end of the season. He made me laugh a few times. He, he stayed with Johnny in Mexico. Good, 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 strong season for fucking Robbie. He fucking, he leaves Cobra Kai. He even goes in there by himself, which I thought was a ballsy move, fucking walking on in there, telling all the kids that this whole thing is bullshit and you should leave too. I was like, damn, that's ballsy. You can get your ass kicked right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, great. I, I would say even, yeah, I would say great, great season for Robbie. I, I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah, I would agree with you. I just can't buy any more stock because I'm already the leading shareholder. <laughs> Already leading shareholder. Yeah, I got to buy my stock from you. Yeah, you own all yeah, of it. exactly. So let me know. I'll sell you a little bit, maybe. But no, my uh, my buying stock is going to be Kenny. Um, even though he's an asshole in this season and he plays the bully well, he's definitely going to be a player going forward. Uh, and he definitely, they're definitely trying to play him up like a badass. So I, uh, that's, that's who good, I'm buying right there. Buy. He had a pretty good season, you know. Like I said, he's an asshole, and he, but he plays the he plays the role pretty good. Yeah, so. he needs to work on his shit talk a little bit. Yeah, he needs to work yeah, on his, his yeah, verbal sure. game. Yeah, his the sure. mic the mic stick game. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a good pick, though. I think that's a, that's a good one. I, like I said, I was Team Kenny right up until the Fohawk thing. Once you go against my guy, now you're the enemy. You know what I mean? It's that simple. Um, the next one I had was I, I titled it Under the Radar. This was kind of the uh, the guy that I would say, you know, the person who maybe doesn't get as much praise as some of the other characters, but I thought had a good season. My pick was Terry Silva for this, actually. I thought, uh, well, I do agree with what you say. He did have an opportunity to really, you know, step on the throats. I thought he had a good season as far as, like, he got into a couple of like couple like fights. The fight with Larusso, he just whipped his right. ass. I thought was awesome. He, the fight with Chosen was awesome. Um, I don't know. I I just I enjoyed Terry this season. Um, I liked the idea of him buying out the other dojo and then he, he fires the sensei like right away. Just like all right, yeah, thanks. Get out of here now. I uh, I thought it was a good season for Terry. He plays the fucking villain so well, man. He just they make a joke about it in the show itself that he looks like a James Bond villain, and that's exactly what he reminds me of: the silver hair, the ponytail, the fact that he's twenty seven feet tall, the money, the house, the all of it, the fact that he's like a sociopath. I thought it was a pretty good season for Silva. Yeah, no, I agree. I like Silva's character. He plays it well. Yeah, and if this is uh, if this was his going out party, you know what I mean? Then I think that it was a good one. Yeah, I thought he did a fucking. I thought he had a good run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Beat pretty much every, won basically every single fight that he was in all season <clears throat> except for the last one. But he had just been through war with Chosen, so probably a little tired and shit. But you know what I mean? Maya uh, under the radar. I might be getting her name wrong. Sensei Kim. Sensei Kim. Yeah. Kim Da-Oon. Yeah, she just scared the shit out of me and uh, was it's terrifying. So. <laughs> It's a good pick. I'd like yeah. to see her stick around just because I think she would be a good character, but it would be interesting to see how... Could have a bigger goes. role, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Now that Silva's out, possibly. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe she takes over fucking Cobra Kai. Maybe yeah. her and... You know what I mean? Who knows? Yeah, she's definitely fierce enough for it. Definitely. Sure. She is. It's a good call. She is kind of scary. Very yeah. intimidating yeah, she scared stuff. me. That fucking, <laughs> she's got the, the eyes, like that piercing gaze. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's all business. Ooh. It's like a snake before it attacks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Cobra 
Uh, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I was my my uh, my other one that I was thinking about besides Silva was actually I was going to go with a similar pick to you. Uh, I was going to say, oh, actually no, uh, I was going to go with Devin. But oh yeah, she had a she had a good little season too. I liked what she did. Uh, and then the the last two we're going to do is our MVP of the season and our LVP of the season, winners and losers. Let's do uh, let's do losers first. Sure, loser of the season. I ended up going with Danny Larusso. I thought Danny Larusso fucking had a tough, tough, tough season in my in my eyes. He got his ass kicked by Terry Silva. He's lost his wife and his kids for a little while, which they ended up you know coming back to him and stuff. But even they were gone for like a day, and he already had the fucking alcoholic five o'clock shadow sweatpant vibe thing going on. I was just like, Jesus Christ. Then when all the boys, when Johnny Chosen and Bonds go off the freaking war, you know what I mean, in an awesome scene, he just, like, stays behind by himself on the street like a loser and doesn't really do anything in the finale at all. While everybody else is, at, like, literally at war for the dojo, Danny's just driving around with Stingray and fucking yeah. Amanda and Carmen. I agree. I thought he had a real bad season. He had season. a bad season, for sure. Yeah. Which I don't mind to see because he's not exactly my favorite character. Like, I don't dislike Daniel. He's obviously the reason why we're all here to begin with, but... I just, you know, this show's more obviously for Johnny than it is for him. But I just thought he had a tough, tough season, man. Granted, he got the win at the end against Silva, but I don't think that made up for the actual yeah. ass-kicking that he got earlier. He got his ass whooped. My little, my uh, little loser of the season is going to be uh, Sam Loser. <laughs> Sam Loser. Yeah, yeah. But no, nah, she sucks. I just can't stand her. Terrible. Yeah, I don't think I like the single scene that she was in this entire season. Just every time she's on the screen, I'm just like, oh god, I'm annoyed. Like, yeah, it's just it's tough to watch. So she had very bratty again. Yeah, she's my she's my least uh, valuable. Yeah, and then when she finally gets like a win that like quote unquote matters, it's not even against the person she needs to win against. Yeah. which is almost like. Yeah. Kind of like we said, almost that not only a loser mentality, but it's like yeah, it's just yeah, you just, got the win, you beat yeah, Devin, you won for your dojo, congrats, right? But it's like you didn't beat who you were supposed yeah, yeah, to beat, like you know just, what I mean? Yeah, she's just rough. Until you beat Tori, yeah, you know what I mean? It's not nothing really matters until you beat Tori in a real fight. So um, we'll see, but we'll see if that opportunity comes now because it seems like they might be on the same side, Paul Ramsey. <laughs> and then last but not least, to finish it up before we wrap it up here. MVP of the se- uh, MVP of the season. I don't know how you pick anybody else. It's my guy chosen. Chosen came in this season from a small, small role in Cobra Kai season three. He's in every episode this season. He was awesome. The character development they turned him into a real character for the show going forward, which I love. He was hysterical. Yeah. He clearly was the most important. Um, just from the lesson that he taught the kids this season, ended up being the most important for the season. The uh, you know the egg technique came into play huge. Definitely helped out Sam a couple times with some pep talks. Helped out everybody a few times. The the bad eggs episode was hysterical. Yeah, it was a good episode. Such a funny episode. Him just going around hunting these kids was so great. Him dancing the twin size, all of it, fucking hilarious. I I thought he was spectacular this season. That's definitely, in my opinion, the best part of the season. And I can't wait to see more of them going forward. Yeah, same here. And this is that one I'm going to agree with you on. Hands down. Chosen, chosen MVP. MV chosen. Hey, I think that guy made me laugh like every scene that he was in this entire season. I, I found him to be hysterical, but then he also had some good scenes where he was teaching lessons to the kids. And yep. yeah, just he was he was awesome this season. So I want more of great. them. Uh, great season for Chosen. Yeah. So many good, good lines, man. I can be monster. I am gasoline. Yeah, I am gasoline. <laughs> so many good ones. So many good ones. Um, 
But like we said, great season. Had a great time talking about it. You know what I mean? I can't wait for them to be back. Who knows when it'll be? I heard it's going to be a little bit of a hiatus because the uh, the writers are working on a different project for Netflix. But hey, you know, we got two two seasons this year, so I can take some time yeah, off. You know I can't what I mean? complain. And the next one should be a banger. You know, yeah. we're probably talking all Valley again. You know yeah, what I'm or saying? Or Takai Sakai. Well, yeah, who knows? We'll see where it's going to go. But uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us here today. You have a wedding to get to. Got to go. So uh, that's going to do it for us here. I hope all of you guys enjoyed uh, the season of Cobra Kai and enjoyed talking about it here with us. Thank you for tuning in. As always, we ask that you guys please share this around to your fellow Cobras out there. Tell your friends about it. If they like the show, tell them to come check us out. Uh, share it around. Subscribe to the channel. Leave a comment. Leave a rating. All that stuff really helps us out. Uh, thank you to Los. It's been a great time doing this with you. I wouldn't have wanted to do it with thank anybody you, else. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so, of course, man. It. Wouldn't have wanted to talk Cobra Kai with anybody else. You know what yeah. I mean? This is our baby. So it was a good time. Uh, it's been a good time, and we will uh, definitely talk to you guys soon. But for now, strike first, strike hard, no mercy, baby. Love it.